This is Melina, and you're listening to Smash the Mat Podcast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, it's Badass Billy Gunn, WWE Hall of Famer, and now your new AEW producer. You're listening to Smash the Mat Podcast, and if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Suck it. The Smash the Mat Podcast with your hosts, G-Money, J5, DB, and Mr. Magnificent. Yo, what is great in the state is Ugly's brother Radio G Money. And of course, it is one half of the sexiest tag team in the entire world. Uh-huh. Team Sexy, Mr. Magnificent. And, and you know, you know what's crazy about that is that we have the other half yes. of the sexiest tag yeah, team yeah. in the building. Yeah, yeah. Sir, sir, please he's, introduce he's please introduce yourself. He's sweet Daddy D hailing from the hills of sexiness blesses you with his Uncoronavirus, uncoronavirusness, <laughs> word. And we also have another special guest. Well, not exactly in the building, but but on the well, phone. Well, hold on. Well, what's you, up? What's hold up? On. Before oh, you do that, okay. you okay. have to give this man a proper introduction. You we do. have that, okay. This we have okay. on the line. Okay, Mr. Everything. Mr. And when I say everything, everything, Mr. TNA, Mr. TNA, Mr. WWE, Mr. NXT, Mr. Indie Wrestling, Mr. Indie Wrestling, Mr. Everything. Sell drugs all at the same house. That's right. Mr. Victor Andrew. What's up, man? How am I supposed to respond to an introduction like that? Like, listen. I remember back in the day, Vicky used to come to the shows with 12 gimmicks in the bag. And at any point, somebody don't show up for the show. He's like, I got you. And you're like, what you mean you got you? Like, you got the hair and the dreads. and the butt. Like, you have a distinguished look. All of a sudden, you can come out fat bad 15 minutes later. He got on a whole mask and a matching bodysuit. Completely <laughs> other dude. He wrestled a whole match, don't look nothing like himself. And then he come on back and listen, my fat ass, I'm over there doing one match with the breathing treatment to go trying to breathe. He back there doing jumping jacks about what you want to do. Hold up, bro. I want to breathe first. That's what I want to do. And then we'll talk about what you want to do next. He's man, Mr. Everything's a monster. I've seen him show up to a show, cut hair, do body massage and teach mothers how to work out at the same show. He done got three checks at one show. <laughs> three checks. Three checks. He, what y'all don't know is Victor is the Tyler Perry of wrestling. Duh. Everything. He does everything. 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 Like, for real. Am, I am production. Okay? <laughs> that's, that's, right. I've so seen him hip toss himself. My new logo. I am production. <laughs> I will show up to the I show. Am. I will give you a haircut. I give you a massage. I'll stretch you out. I'll, rush, I'll wrestle three matches. Um, I'll referee two. I'll commentate one. Uh, I'll even one time, one time we had a show and we, we couldn't find no one to videotape our match. It was like, hey, Vic, bro, you know, can you, you know, do it? He did it. So we get in the car and yeah. we looking at the match on the way back and we like instead of looking at the match we like yo look at the angles this motherfucker got like what yeah. like yo, yeah. you see that close up like he followed us all the way through the curtain like bro like what's <laughs> every time Vic every show, time, up, Vic every show time. up to your promotion Vic's the type of guy to show up to your promotion and everybody get fired because he doing everybody else's everybody job, job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> it just be the promoter and Vic and everything's gonna run smoothly I, I had to slow that thing down man because I was going to show. Legit, I was working four matches, and then I had guys getting jealous. I had guys getting scared. I had uh, promoters not paying me enough, and then they didn't have my milk and cookies. Yeah. That's another big thing in, in indie wrestling is the pay scale. We can talk about that shit, too, because I, I don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Oh, Lord. 
Oh, before we jump into that, I have a question for Vic. You said nothing's off topic, right? No, nah, nothing, nothing. What's up? All right, so we gotta jump. I'm the serious question. Let's talk about the suspension and reinstatement of Rome. Superstar, superstar, you just read I'm sorry, superstar Rome. Superstar Now you said nothing's off limits, so let let us know okay. what happened. Why All was right. he suspended? So, man, the way I see it, man, I, I operate under WWE regulations, okay? And Rome is like he's yo, y'all seen him? He's all in, like he's. Right, right, mm-hmm. all the way. So, uh, what ended up happening was my man decided that he wanted to go and prank his mom at home. Sure. And, uh, and he wrote all over the walls of the house with a red shark. Mm, no, that's not a that's not a prank. No. <laughs> no like my man drew uh, robots on 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 the walls. On your dressers, on your TV, your tablet, his easel, his brother's mattress, his brother's dresser, the light switch, wow. bathroom. Like he went all in. He he was like, "Yeah, this is gonna be funny when they wake up." <laughs> it's, it's, it's only it's only funny if you got the washable marker. If it's not a washable marker, there's right. nothing. There's nothing. Bro, I got two kids. It's not even funny then, bro. It's not it funny then. Nobody found it funny. Nobody found it funny. Not, wow. And by the time I got back to the house, he was already asleep, so I couldn't beat him. I couldn't yell at him. Right. So when we got the next morning, I was like, you know what? I didn't find it funny. You want punishment? And you suspended for thirty days out of wrestling. And he didn't care about the punishment. He didn't care about me fussing at him. Wrestling hurt. You talk about that wrestling, boy. His whole look, his whole heart fell <laughs> to his knees. Wow. So yeah. And 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 so he he was he was suspended for thirty days. For thirty days. And he came back. So we know you're everything, but let's let's talk about. He was ready to uh, come back. We couldn't go. We couldn't go back to wrestling. <laughs> this, what, what, what what is he scheduled for any appearances? He was he was scheduled for several appearances in March, but of course you know we got Corona and her viruses coming through, shut stuff down. Right, right. Uh, when everything opens back up, we'll see what happens. He's he's ready to go. He's training. He's working on his promos. Like this kid, I, I he makes me mad at a lot of indie wrestlers. But home is serious about professional wrestling. He gets up, he trains in the mornings. He does his roles on bare carpet floor. He gets his tablet, he sets it up, and he records his promos, and he go back and watch them. And if it's trash, he put it and he, 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 delete it and record it again. He makes he makes oh, wow, me wow, feel yeah. feel bad that some of these guys as humans because at, at, what is like four at four I couldn't hold a full conversation with a grown man. Right, and right, this right. little dude holds a full conversation with a grown man. Full you know, full conversation. Like it's yeah. I don't know what they've put in, in in the milk these days, but evidently I didn't get none. You know what I'm saying? I ain't getting on that. He don't drink milk. He don't drink milk. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Protein powder. Me and, no, that's it. Him, me and him both compete for a gallon a day. That's it. See, that's that's right. what I'm going through. My wife and my daughter, I buy four gallons of milk a week, and I'm ready to buy a cow. Like, for real, for real. Mm. <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. If I drink milk, it's a wrap. Yeah, I know. I've been, I've been your tag partner for nine years, bro. I know. <laughs> I know. Almond milk. Don't give him okay, no milk before okay. no show, and I don't eat Mm-mm. seafood before a show. Oh, sh- not at all. You don't eat seeds. Seafood. Oh, seafood. Okay. Yeah, man, this man took me. We we was at uh, War Zone, and I'm from Fayetteville, you know what I mean? But I've recently, I ain't lived in Fayetteville in a while. 
So when I come back in, it didn't switch the whole town around. I got to use a GPS to get around my own hometown. We're not even going to talk about that. But he goes, bro, I got this little seafood spot I'm going to take you to. And I'm like, shit, seafood, I'm down. Let's ride. We get to the seafood spot. And you know, it's one of them foods, you one of them meals you eat as soon as you finish eating at Chambers. And as soon as I hit the last oh, swallow, oh, it chambered. No. And I'm funny about public toilets. Like public toilets, I'm married. And you're never going to explain to your wife that you got crashed from a toilet because she ain't going to believe you. I don't care who you is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was like, I don't sit on public toilets. So we get back to this venue, and the venue's in an old converted rock place. Like, so you know the bathroom's nasty. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, man, we got to go through this match. But I can't think because I done chambered. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's in there. It's ready to rock. I ain't got no TP, no nothing. And I'm rocking back and forth. And I'm like, the hell with it. I'm about to go in here and air raid so i go in here and i let it you know i take in my business i come on out and i look at kenneth i was like i eat no more seafood for a show ever again ever again in life wow so so listen let's get on a a i guess a serious topic for a minute the you know we got all this covid 19 stuff going on everybody's quarantined uh a lot of the wrestling shows well really all of the wrestling shows on television are, are performing in front of no audience wrestlemania was done in front of no audience That's, that was weird a smaller venue this that year. was weird it was very weird where weird. do you see wrestling going after all of this COVID 19 stuff is over with and you you first hey, what you think i man i feel like if, if if they can get a hold on it it'll go back to normal it'll take a while but if not this will be the norm uh, certain people could say I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I don't think so. I just think uh, the internet was designed to push people apart, you know, because I, ha- I have a 13-year-old daughter, and I've experienced her talk in the same room with her best friend as in a text message. I've seen it, and I just think <laughs> that's what they, they're, they're pushing the narrative to. Uh, wrestling in front of no fans, it's a little weird. I've done it a time or two. Um, Actually, I got paid more to do that than I actually ever wrestled in front of people. But anywho, uh, I've done yeah. it a time oh, or two. Okay, okay. all right, all right. It's a little weird, uh, but you know, it's it's as a fan, as a a fan of of wrestling, because we all start out as fans. Uh, we react as fans. As as a fan, when you watch a match and, and a fan pops, even though you're going to pop, that makes that pop that much bigger because two people enjoy it. But when a guy does a big move and it's just you in the living room and nobody else to enjoy it, it's like, oh, yeah, that was nice. And you just tend to move on quicker. Uh, but, you know, uh, I hope it's not going to be the norm. I hope it'll eventually change and, and, and go back to what we all know and love. But uh, I don't know. I, I just think it's a bigger a bigger picture than I, what look, we're all looking I'm, at. I'm going to keep it real with you, man. I, I feel like uh, the normal that we were used to will not exist anymore. <laughs> Ever. It's going to be a new normal. Wow. Like, once once this blows over, it's going to be a new normal, man. Like, I can see this already, like, changing how people, like, look at themselves and look at each other. Hopefully for the better because everybody's hygiene isn't on point. It really isn't. And this whole – and this situation is making people look at themselves like, maybe I should wash my – it's crazy because it's certain things that you should know. This is like, This is common sense. Yeah. How do you beat How do you beat the Rona? Common well, sense. We're all we're Wash all in the hands. same we're all in the same age range. We're all you know born in the right. in the eighties. We're all taught by you know our you know the guys who raised us or uncle wherever dad. You shake a man's hand, you look him in the eye. But now I'm scared right. to shake hands. Like I'm trying to look, get fist bumps. There probably there probably won't be any more handshaking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, it's just crazy. It's 
It's it's crazy, but Vic, what you think? See that this is where it's it's different for me. Uh, I mean, everybody knows me, knows that I'm I'm pretty much been labeled as not human. I mean, Dave Jake's jokes about it, but. And, and I, don't I don't know what that motherfucker is, but he, he, <laughs> I, I, I I rolled five hours with his mom. I don't know what his mama fed him, but we ain't getting out. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I for one, I'm not afraid. You know what I'm saying? I've never been afraid of anything. Oh, uh, and and my oh, shit. one after all this is done is not letting this what we're at now being the norm. Like it takes all of us about. And make this happen to where it's not the norm. Like we can make the change. I mean, we've been dang, somebody's buzzing hard. Uh, <laughs> me. My, my phone, man. I told you we probably well, should have used somebody else's phone, but go ahead. <laughs> we we have we have gone through so many different things, so many different changes and on the time that the planet has been, you know, as, as humans been on this planet that, you know, we've evolved and we've changed things. Um, I mean, we got cars that drive themselves, so it's not like we can't fix it to where this is not going. Like I went to Walmart yesterday, and I swear I thought it was I was on an episode. I mean, I thought I was in the scene like from um, I Am Robot or something. Like it's crazy. Like the the intercom came up and it was like, yes, and please remember to wash your hands and stand six foot away from the individual in front of you. Mm-hmm. And right, crazy. Um, Oh, this is the way to properly wash your hands. I was like, yo, is this a real life or is the movie? Like, sound like something pre-recorded. Like a movie or something. Like, come on, this is what not... what I'm saying, man. This is not going to be... Like, why, why do you need people to tell you to wash your hands? Or how to how to wash your hands? This is common sense stuff. You know what exactly. I'm saying? I'm learning in my but, 30s. But this, common but, sense but, ain't but, too common. This is facts. And, like, whenever I go a lot of public places, especially, like, you know, like grocery stores, restaurants, guys are going to, and I see it with guys a whole lot. They go into the bathroom, they use it, and they out. They don't, they don't mm-hmm. wash that. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm listen, in there watching, I was like, see, Word, dog. see, I know we're on a podcast. I'm sorry, I'm trying to say this as PG as possible. I am the cleanest thing in a public bathroom. PG, but, okay. Horse, what's up, horse? <laughs> I am the cleanest thing in a public bathroom. I don't right, care what right, nobody right. says. Uh, I wash my hands before I touch my wang. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Yo, that, that's just hey, look, like legit. that's just what it is. You know, like I I, I don't know what it is. Like I, I I don't. That's just me. You know, I'm the cleanest thing in the bathroom. So if I wash my hands before, I I don't. When especially if I'm doing a, a one, there's really no need for me to wash after. You know, you know that's just how I work. But uh, everyone's a little different. You know what I mean, everyone's a little different. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm a before washer, man. Like I'm, I'm married. You know what I'm saying? So I need to be clean at all times. I need to, you know, make sure it's sterilized down there. So that's just what I do, man. I'm sorry. And afterwards, I'm not touching nothing in the bathroom. I'm not flushing no toilets. I'm not touching no stall walls. I'm backing out with my back. If I got a pull, I'm using my shirt. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. I didn't get so like that till I had. I didn't get like that till I had kids, man. Like once I had kids, right. I you know you take your kids to the mall and they play on that little you know park thing in the middle of the mall. When I go there now, I see germs. It's like oh my god, look at that. Oh my. So, you, you see the- so what I just got from that whole five minute spill 
is that you don't <laughs> oh, wash your hands and you come out the bathroom either. That's what, hey, that's bro, what it sounds like. Wash, I told you I washed my hands before. You washed before. You need to I'm wash after, I'm a before wash. What, what for you what? You need to be before. What do you mean for what? You just I'm the cleanest thing junk. in the public bathroom. Bro, I the don't know clean. that. Uh, uh, you don't know that? I'm telling you, bro, I'm the cleanest no, I'm thing tell, in the public like, bathroom. Like, you just came out the bathroom and I see you. Like, oh, what's up, Dave? I know, bro. Don't bathroom. give me. Don't, now don't, I'm making number two. Give, you know, number two. Don't give me no dab. You got to Don't give me no dab after oh you just finish handling yourself. That's hey, all I'm saying. I'm just. I keep it 100 all the time. This supposed to be a wrestling podcast, and we on some other. Yeah, really, Vic. You never drip on your hands. You don't got no drip drips on your hands, brother. You dribble on your hands, sir. No, I don't. But I'm just asking. So if you don't dribble on your hands, why would you expect me to dribble on mine? I'm not expecting anything. I'm. No, where do we go? Where no, do we just go? Like, where so do we go? Let's, let's bring this back around. Where, do, where do we just go? How about this? What I want to know is, how did Team Sexy come together? Oh God, oh, I could speak yeah. on that for a minute. I never heard that story. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go ahead. Dave. I've only heard like Ken's side. All right. So, yeah. Well, this how it went. Me, and this motherfucker. Excuse my mouth. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like I'm just talking to brothers that I'm on the podcast. Hey, bro, Forgive me. We got to put a parental advisory hey, on this. Show. We do. I, we I do. So me and me and my will. best friend were best friends in high school, ninth grade. We go way way back, right? And we always liked wrestling. We used to go to the Crown Coliseum to watch SmackDown every time I come out, right? After mm-hmm. about two years after graduation, I moved away, and we there was no Facebook back then, so we kind of lost lost our way. I find wrestling. After I find wrestling, I find him on Facebook. Because by the time I started wrestling, Facebook just come out. And I hit him up. I'm like, hey, man, how you been? What's going on? I was, he was like, yeah, you know, we just talking, 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 catching up. And I said, man, you never guess what I'm doing right now. He said, what? I said, I'm wrestling. He said, me too. And I was like, shoot. Huh. I didn't, I wouldn't. Man, I wasn't feeling the Team Sexy thing because when I first started, I was the angry Negro. You know, every show has one. You're the big black guy. You know, right. you get heat. And I, that, I was, you know, doing all right doing that. Vic, no, because we've been on. Man, I've been wrestling Vic, man, god dang it, for years. But uh, he, he propositioned me with the Team Sexy idea, and I fought it for like a year. I was like, man, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, And then I, I kind of, you know, jumped on with it and took it seriously. And we've been going hard for about six, seven years now, man. And I love going to shows with him. That's my, like I know this guy. I've been knowing him. I know if anything go down, he I got his back. He got mine. Uh, th- there's a, a perfect story to you know rationalize that, but we can't talk about it now on this PG podcast. <laughs> but he knows. Well, word. I mean, he, you know what? I mean, he, he I knows mean, I got wait. his back. Look, that, that he does. That, that, you know hey, what? Hey, because this a, is look, look. This, this is your story. You can share that on the podcast if you want to. Oh God! <laughs> we had a show for HVPW and Durham. I think it was Durham. It had to have been Durham. Uh, Cold Cash was running the show, and we're doing the show at the time. I think we, we were in a, we were in a match with the Rock and Roll Express. No, we it was a Boogie Woogie Man. Rock and Roll Express was on the show, and mm-hmm. after the, and it went great. Like it went great, but it, I couldn't ask for a better show. Like it went so good, I'm getting goosebumps talk about it. But on the way home. I decided to smoke one of my cigarettes that I like to roll myself. And, you know, uh, at, the, at the time, my wife is driving. <laughs> I can't even go there. <laughs> She's driving. And uh, we look up, and she sees blue lights on the back country road, dark as on the wet. And 
needless to say, we cooperate well under pressure. So we cooperated very well. And um, it, it come to a, a, a point in time where I can go down with the ship or, you know, distance myself from what was going on. And I chose to go down with the ship. And now, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's leaving out a key part of this story. What's when that? He say, when he says they work well together, they work <laughs> well together. We pull up. We pull up. And, the, and, and they roll down the window and the cop goes, hey, you know, uh, you know where you guys going? Yada, yada, you know. And he says, you know, where's the cigarette? It was like, oh, crap. He says, go ahead, pull up. But in the meantime, before we got there, as we're going up to when we see the blue lights, right? you ever see the cartoons where the, where the cats get in a fight and it's the cloud and all that stuff? Yeah. That was him and his wife in the front seat. Stuff is going out the windows. Oh, wow. Spraying stuff, lighting cigarettes, turning the radio down, all this. At we one didn't time, say and they a word. Up, like nothing happened. We didn't and say a word. nobody said anything. They were just working smooth like they've done this before. I can't confirm or deny that statement. But, <laughs> but, but, but continue, sir. Continue. So, uh, you know, he goes through the car, and at the time, my my lovely tag partner was a radio jockey, and I'm an old school guy. And I, I I'm not one of these new school guys. You know, I'm not gonna. Hey, you know, some go down, and I'm a part of it, and nobody else is. I'm gonna make them know that it's just me and not them. And I'm sitting in the front seat trying to work with my wife as she's talking to the sheriff and my partner's in the back seat with our manager at the time. Our manager's there and he's he's he ain't said a word yet, but my partner goes, Dave, I can't go to jail. I look back at him as ever so calmly and said, shut up, bro. I got you. And needless <laughs> to say, nobody went to jail that night. Nobody got a ticket. But when we get up the road, he, he goes, uh, Dave, what'd you do with your cigarette? And you know, I'm not a magician, but it reappeared. <laughs> <laughs> and that part right there, that, that story explains uh, the love that I have for my tag partner. And, you know, I'm not going to put him in any situation that, that could potentially get him in trouble. If You know, if, when we're together, if it's, you know, what's going on, what I do is what I do and what he do, what he do. And that right there, we've known each other for years, but I think that moment right there solidified that. He knows. Yeah, that's legit. And I got his Dave back. Is, is one of the people that, one of the few people that I trust with my life. Like likewise, like legit, like no matter what's going on. Like give you a perfect example, we were on the way to a show down in Wilmington. Me and him, we we got into it about something. We're fussing the whole way down there, just just fussing, fussing, fussing. You That's know, a story at. from a different topic. But continue, Ray. Yes. But anyway, we're, you know, <laughs> we were fussing. So we get out, we get to the show, we get out the car. He goes. All right, man, you ready to do business? I said, yep, let's go. All right, cool. I don't even think we I said good. that to him. I don't even think I said yeah. that to him. Like, I looked at we, him probably we rolled good. my eyes. And we went and sat down, found out when we was rolling. We didn't talk to each other. We sat next to each other the whole time, putting the gear on. And we mm -hmm. the music, he said, y'all up next. And we got to the curtain. I looked at him. They played the music. And it was just like, all right, let's go do it. And we walked to the curtain. like, And it was, you couldn't tell. I get goosebumps right, thinking right, about right. it. Like you couldn't tell. And when I say we was ready, to, we was ready to get down. Like he tried to put me out the car. I was right, like, yeah. "Well, put me out there." Like we was having a real, <laughs> yeah, 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 Negro moment. And the crazy thing is, no matter what we talked about on the way up there, or what was said, had anything gone down in that match, I'd have had his back. Precisely. No questions asked. Precisely. Like that's that's what it is, and and that's what like, I love about. I could talk about him, but you can't. You, talk you about can't. Him. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Right. Like. Oh yeah, yeah I know that. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely understand that. Same thing with Vic. Absolutely. Like me, me and Vic had a a, a show, a, a what a Georgia show, 
And we rode down together for five. It was a five-hour round trip, well, ten-hour round trip, and I had his back just like he had mine. You know, what I mean? you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like it's, that's that's what it is. You know, I'm I'm that kind of guy. You know what I mean? Uh, actually, me and me and Vic you know are from New York. You know, we're both from New York, so you know. Okay, okay. So, matter of fact, you guys were supposed to be in Georgia. Don't do that. Yes. Yeah, and you couldn't make it. I could not. And so, but. Mr. Everywhere and Mr. Everything. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he just how did that work out? Yeah, well, we had fun. Like, we went out. down there. We went down there. We wrestled, and we went back to the hotel like men and went to sleep and woke up, ate breakfast. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, like, like, did you like? It, it's a, it's a show in Georgia. We all live in North Carolina. <laughs> did you not have a booking that, that night, or like, or did you just happen to have a booking at the same place? Because I can see that. Because I know you wrestle everywhere. Mr. Everything. Nah, I was actually chilling uh, that weekend. I didn't have anything going on. Uh, Dave contacted me and said, hey, man, you busy this weekend? I was like, no, what's the matter? That shit so was my, crazy because I was like, I know he's matter. somewhere. And uh, it was like, yeah, you want to come do this show down in Georgia? Yeah, what time you want me to pick you up? <laughs> Let's go out there and get busy. And we went out there. We had so much fun. It was, yeah, yeah, so it was fun. fun. Like we we went out there and got busy with Chip Day and uh and uh, Murder One. Okay, yeah, some good right, dudes. Right. Good dudes. Um, we, broke the ring. we broke the ring. We, we broke, broke the, broke the ring. ring. Yeah. We broke the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Beginning spot. Double yeah. suplex. Board pops up. I saw the video. I saw the video. For real? Legit. Oh my god. I don't need to work out and do anything else. Double suplex, and it was like, uh oh, and but we we still made it work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it. And it's it it was that that was crazy because we all know there's communication in wrestling. Like we all know that. And the level of communication that went on that night was just beautiful. It we I didn't even know like I didn't know it until I tagged out and I looked. I was like, oh, the board's up. But them dudes was already talking about it. Like they're already the right. cup. Like it, it, it was man. It was a lot of professionalism went on that night. A lot. So like I, 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 w- I want to put I want to put Vic on the spot because you've been kind of quiet, sir. So, you know, me, me and Dave, you know, Team Sexy, we shared a crazy road story. What do you got, sir? Yeah. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Road <laughs> stories. Yeah. I was just about to ask about some 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 uh, road stories. Oh man, do I even have any crazy road stories? I don't. I don't think I do. <laughs> Truthfully, I don't. Nah, I don't really. Okay, have crazy well, look. If you don't have a crazy war, what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you in a match? Uh, I'm, the wildest thing that's ever happened to me was uh, when I busted my head on the concrete. Yeah, that was crazy. What happened when? Oh. Like, what happened? So the. It was the beginning of the match, which makes me even more mad because it was the beginning of the match. And, uh, you know, I'm getting in. I'm rocking and rolling. I'm working with this guy. And I'm getting busy, you know, doing the Mr. Everything thing. And uh, and uh, the dude is on the outside of the ring. And the next spot is my, my big Undertaker dive. So I was like, all right, well, here we go. I'm going to go out there and do my thing. Now, in the guy's defense, right now, I should have told him. I, I usually tell a lot of people. I tell them, wherever you are, don't move. If you're too far back, I will fly to you. He ain't lying. (laughs) (laughs) If you're too close up, I would just drop out of the air. Like, my body, I have full body control. Like, it's it's Super Saiyan times 10. It's ridiculous. K.O. Cad! It's crazy. And so, I guess old boy felt like I was overshooting him because when he, he looked up, 
he thought I was too going too far. He thought I was going to keep going. So he decided to take a step back. And uh, when he took the step back, that's when I actually like dropped out of the air. And, oh. and I hit the concrete head first. Oh, like my full, gosh. Like mm. full kamikaze mode. Full Jeez. kamikaze. And um, uh, the referee came out of, out of the ring. He said, hey, man, was, was you okay? I was like, no, nah, go ahead and stop it. Because I knew immediately because my head got hot. I put my hand up and like, and the funniest thing is, blood was dripping, but never stained my gear. My gear oh, got wow. on, had blood on it, but it never stained. He got that different all. kind of blood. That mother, yeah, he, he's from Wakanda yeah. for real. He <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> back. So I was at RWC when it happened. So Eddie came up and uh, he was like, like he, everybody was panicking around me. I was just chilling, like I was real calm. And Eddie, and Eddie told me he told everybody, "Hey, calm down, relax. That's just dick. Y'all know how he is. He oversells things. Leave him alone. <laughs> let him finish." And then after a while, I guess he realized I wasn't getting up fast enough. And he walked over to me and said, "Hey, man, what are you doing? Can you continue?" And I and I looked at him. I looked at the floor. All the blood on the ground. It's like, does it look like I'm gonna continue doing anything? He, then wow. he, oh, oh my god. Somebody get some. I said, hey. Nah, he flipped out. Everybody calm down. Relax. Let's just get me to the back. Get my son, because I have my son with me. I said, get my Ooh. son. Let's go to the back. Anybody got a towel? Let's go ahead and just clean the blood up and let everybody else have their matches. Just go ahead and, and I can't I can't finish the match. Just whatever. It'll give the win to the guy. We get to the back, man. Everybody around is panicking. I was like, yo, everybody just relax. Relax. I'm fine. I got an ice. I got a towel. I'm very lucid. I can tell you who I am. I can tell you what today is. I can walk in a straight line. I can read the numbers on your fingers, all that stuff. Like I did the whole. <laughs> but let them know he I'm- said he's, he didn't say he had a pack of ice. He, he said, said and ice. ice. <laughs> only He only needed one ice cube. Only Every, needed one. That's how cool wrestling, that's all you're going to get. <laughs> everybody else, you need more than one. Yeah. Vic needs hey, only Vic, one. I drove, I drove all the way home. I sat there for about 30 minutes. I wiped my forehead. I was like, all right, guys, I'm heading home. And I drove all the way, two hours away. I drove all the way home, no problem. Now, That's crazy. Here's, the, here's the joke, okay? Here's the joke. I won and not fight against the floor because the floor is still there. And it ain't been the same. <laughs> I was able to get up and walk away. Right, right. That was God right there. The, the floor couldn't move. Floor couldn't move. I remember uh, I, hearing I, I, about that. I, I, I saw it on Facebook and I thought it was a work. Right. I was like, man, whatever. And I kept scrolling. I thought about it. I said, well, let me let me shoot him a message. He was like, no, I was hurt. I was like, oh, on a switch man. note, now that we're, you know, we're on the injuries, Kenneth, Mr. Yes. Magnificent. What was your worst in-ring injury? Oh God! Uh, you know, I've been pretty blessed uh, during my career. It's the holy era. Um, so, so I haven't really had any significant injuries. Uh, I would say the worst injury I've had in the ring was maybe uh, I twisted my knee. Uh, I had to sit out for a couple of weeks. Uh, it was swollen pretty good, but you know, nothing broken. So I, I was good. Well, what about you, Senor? I've never had a in-ring show injury. I've had uh, in-ring uh, training injury. Well, I have two. 
the first time I took a cross body and I took it wrong. I didn't have my hand placement. Guy come down high, landed on my neck, and I felt the brrrp. And when you oh. feel that brrrp, it, it makes you tighten oh, yeah. up. You know what I mean? It really makes you tighten up. I don't even want to know what that is. It, it, I don't want to know what that is. It happens in your neck, and you tighten up, and you go, oh, did I really just do it? And then you, you know, nobody really goes and gets the MRI unless you have to because you don't want to find mm-hmm. out nothing crazy. And the second one was uh, I was training. I'm not going to say their names because they're doing pretty good right now. But I was showing them <laughs> headlock takeovers, and he planted me on top of my head, and I was so oh, wow. I was so pissed. But I wouldn't. I was I, I was mad at myself because I put myself in that situation. You know what I mean? Like I should have knew better, but I I gave my trust to him before he earned it. And I taught him a lesson, you know what I mean? I, I then showed him what not to do when I planted him. And I was like, this is what I just felt. This is what you're trying to avoid. And we moved on from there. But I've never actually had uh, uh, in-ring, like, nah. Uh, no. I, I, got a, I got a funny story dealing with Dave. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Dealing with Dave. So... We got contacted by by a promoter for another promoter to go and work this guy's show. And I was like, okay. So it was me and Dave, we go out there and get ready to do business. And we we went over our match together because it was me and him working each other. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to run to the bathroom. And I come back. We'll run through it one more time, whatever. He's like, all right, cool. I go to the bathroom, man. I come back in the locker room and Dave is on his breathing machine. I'm asthmatic, I, man. Wait, wait what? I'm and asthmatic. I, I ain't never panicked ever in my life. I said, oh my God, what happened? You okay? Like, what happened? He was like, oh no, yeah, I'm good. I just got to get a breathing. I was like, wait. You I'm asthma? smoking asthmatic. Like, yeah. What the hell? Smoking asthmatic. Smoking asthmatic. Like, yes. Like, I'm putting together. Five star, ten star, freaking TV WrestleMania matches, and he's going right. Okay, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, all right, cool. And and that's why that's why I was doing that because I already wrestled once that night. I wrestled Big Brad, and then I knew I had to go with you. And this dude, brother Supreme, like, and this dude like (laughs) go a million miles a minute. So, and I didn't have no inhaler, so I was like, all I got is my machine, and I was like, yo, I got to hit this now because I'm already feeling a little tight. And I don't need, I need to be able to breathe afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Plus, I, I never followed through because he dropped the, you know, the, the 15 minute elbow where he hang in the air for 15 minutes. Oh. But somehow, <laughs> I'm never on the right side, like ever. Like, we've wrestled each other at least 10 times I can count. And maybe once I was in a position where he can drop it perfectly. But he always, you know, he adjusts. Like what he said earlier, he said, I, I, I adjust. He ain't lying. Like, he's dropped in left-handed elbows on me, right-handed elbows. He's did a 360 because I was facing the other way. Like, uh, yeah. You know what? Little known fact. Little known fact. Uh, 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 before, I have gotten a text message from Vic while he was doing the elbow. Yeah. He jumped midair, pulled out the phone, hit me a text message. I responded. He responded back. And then he landed. Wow. <laughs> Do be in there for like 27 I'm minutes. right now. <laughs> Look, oh Dave is the reason why I'm able to do left hand, left arm elbow drops. Because he would all, I would always say, Dave, make sure you land to where I can drop it on my right arm. Because I do and it I'd right say, arm. I, I say, say, yeah, I got you. I, yep. <laughs> and every time, yeah. and I'll be, and I'll be on the top of the rope like this. 
Yeah. And oh, I'm looking I'm so looking up at him like, my bad. <laughs> Hey, look, no lie. You got, think, you got this, bro. You got I this. Made my elbow in a little bit tighter. That's, that's why I was thinking, you know what? I'm sick of this. I'm sick of him. Screw right. up. Right. It's bad, man. It's bad. So I, I, I want you guys' opinion on something. Uh, on, on the last episode, we did the interesting, uh, tournament. The interesting tournament. It was We did two parts. We had, what, uh, 60, 64? We had 64 entrance themes. That's right. For singles. Mm-hmm. Only singles wrestlers. And, and we, uh, we voted. Yeah, yeah. We, we did a, a majority majority vote. Now, don't show them that. They can't see that, bro. I Come can't on. see I just, that. They, they can't see yeah, it, but I just want to give that. them the idea I, of. It's, 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 a, it's a March Madness bracket. <laughs> yes. You know, 64 teams. We had 64 wrestlers. It was me. DB and, and Ken on the first one. On the second one, it was me, DB. Hold up. Y'all seen DB? No, no, we didn't see him. It was on the uh, it was a video call, just like this one. Oh wow! Okay, no. continue, yeah. Ray. I'm gonna let that go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the <laughs> second episode, it was all four of us. So you know, we did a majority rules type thing. You don't say whoever gets the most votes moves on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we 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 did the tournament, and ultimately the winner was The Rock. For the, the best Rock entrance, that one. Best, For the best, best entrance, entrance music, music, His best entrance theme. Theme. That's right. Nothing Not the else. entrance. Just the music. Now, which yeah. one? Like the Rock had like five different ones. Like he, you know what I mean? Yeah, he did. Like it changed. He had the electric guitar rift. He had the. Do you smell what the? Yeah, I know because I had all the aggression albums. Like I listened right, to. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like there was like was four, the, or five was, of them. It was the most. It was the one with the most aggressive. If you smell, do do. What the rock doo doo is cooking? There's like four different versions of those. I it's know, four different versions. Like it's the most, the most current one. Okay. So, okay. But but my my question is, you know, we came up with the rock after a vote. So if you guys had to choose the best just, theme just song, the, just anybody of just, all time, who would it be? Who's your favorite entrance theme? Who has your favorite entrance? That's theme? hard. That's hard. The favorite all of right. all time. I'm gonna tell you our fa- our final four was. Stone Cold, Undertaker, Triple H, and The Rock. That was our final four. <clears throat> the one, the one that still gives me goosebumps, no matter where, because I'm I'm thirty, I'll be thirty six in June, and the one that still gives me goosebumps, especially when I put in something old like in the nineties, is Hulk Hogan. Like, I still get goosebumps yeah. when you hear right. that, that, that. How far like it's get? it's I don't know. Like he it's something to, about that. Uh, it, that's just me. 16. Yeah. It, it's something about the Hulk Hogan and the, you know, it, I don't know. Like I grew up eating yeah, my vitamins yeah. and saying my I prayers. I am a you know real American. It's, it's, something, it's something about that, and, and we know that we're not even gonna go. I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not even gonna go there. But I could go. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, look. All yeah. that other stuff aside, <laughs> yeah. we were just, bro. Other stuff aside, we were just strictly talking about the entrance themes and how iconic the entrance yeah. themes. Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah, the, the, you know, that, I think that gives, back it still gives P. me goosebumps, man. It really does. Yeah, Undertaker yeah. for me. Undertaker. So he says Undertaker. He says he says uh, Hulk Hogan. I I have a question for Vic. Okay. All right, Vic. So like when I start when we started the show, like we called you Mister Everything, the TNA, yeah. NWA, BH, VH1, MTV, you know all that good stuff. <laughs> Farmers Only, FarmersOnly.com. BET. But on a serious yeah. note, you have done a lot in a relatively short amount of time in this wrestling business. So for all the, I guess, indie workers that are listening, is there any kind of advice you can give them? Well, actually, before we even do that, 
maybe somebody's listening yeah. and they're not they're not familiar with, you know, these guys right here. Okay. So so what we want to do is matter of fact, Vic, give them your resume so so they understand yeah, why we call you that. Which tell All them right. your resume. Uh, so to run down the resume of why I'm called Mr. Everything, I'm a military veteran, uh, cut hair, I've been a group counselor, um, model, actor, uh, stunt choreographer, stunt coordinator, stuntman, boxer, Marvel. MMA fighter, um, man, anything you can think of, I either done it or have some hands in it. Um, it's up music. I have not done music yet. Which, That's next. Know, that's next. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm next. dipping in everything. Um, everything records yeah. on the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean all day. Um, and I, I've done it all. I've been in this business for 11 years. Uh, trained by C.W. Anderson by way of Lady Lee out of New Jersey. Uh, man, I, I've done WWE, Impact, Ring of Honor. I've yet to have an opportunity with NWA, but you know, you know, when things pick up, we'll see what happens. Uh, AEW is next on my list. I'm trying to get to Japan. I've had tryouts, seminars, and I've been all over the U.S. And, and I, I live, I live by my name. It is, if I'm, I can't be missing everything if I'm not going to do it. So that's that's who I am. Facts. All right. And look, and look, like Vic will let you know. He's like, look, I, I mean what I say, and I say what I mean. You can go on the WWE Network right now. Yeah, go to the search button and Large you can type television. in Victor Andrew, Victor Andrews, and you will mm -hmm. see his name. And he will show, it will show you the match in NXT and all that. You know what I'm all saying? That. All that. Google it, me. <laughs> literally, yeah, literally. I'm still waiting for my eight by ten autograph picture. Oh, oh I, I got a trading every, card. Every How time. you feel about that? He got yeah, a trading yeah. card. No, I got said, a Victor Andrews he, trading card. What's up? Oh, oh, Vic, what's come up? on, man? Really? Where's that? Where's that? Oh look, he oh he oh, he got it on deck. He got it on deck too. Where's that? Okay. Where's that? I thought we was closer than that, but that's 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 cool. I see how it is. Hold up now. You know, don't feel bad because you know I I am a little vain. I'm a little vain, so I I keep a team sexy trading card too. Now that's that's an excellent one. That right there. Keep one of them. That's a that's a collector's item right there. That is. It is. Look, Victor I, is everything I, 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 except for sexy. That is us. <laughs> I had a team sexy trading card, but uh, my tag partner, Superstar Rome, thought that he was. Oh. Sick. Anyway. Oh. I'm, I'm cool with that. You know, I'm oh. cool with that. that. Hey, I gotta okay. take. A, I, gotta, I gotta take a, a quick two second break. I'll be right back. That's yeah, okay. No problem. No problem. So, Vic, who would you consider? Who do you feel like you've had the best match with? Oh, Who's man. your favorite opponent? Let me let me say that. Uh, the, it'd be a tie between CW and um, and uh, Billy Gunn. Like those those two matches was very big for me, very iconic. I mean, I watched big Billy Gunn growing up. Um, you know, I watched CW and his stuff when I was growing up, and have an opportunity to step in the ring with these guys, to learn from them, to befriend them, and everything like that. Like. Yeah, get yeah, those are my top two. Then after that would be John Scholar. I've had several filming oh, matches with this guy. And from the first time I ever met him to now, we he's helped me grow as an individual in the ring. As a competitor, as a fighter, um, as 
being Mr. Everything. I mean, outside of rain, he's contacting me, getting some advice, <laughs> different things to try, uh, how to improve my promos and things like that. Like, he's a really great guy. A lot of people might, you know, say little things about him, but for me, he's always been a good dude. Uh, another person, Zane. Uh, I always like to get in the ring with Zane. He would always have, like, really crazy ideas. He always thinks outside the box, and he's always, you know, with, you know, helping anybody, you know, sell to another level. Mm-hmm. So, I, I can go on a long list of guys that I've been in the ring with that's helped me elevate my individual performance, um, my individual skill level, um, to satisfy my hunger to be better and want to grow as an individual. So, man, but, but like I said, the top two, Billy Gunn and, and, uh, and CW. Okay, another question. How did you how did you enlist the services of CW to 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 train you? So when I when I moved back to North Carolina, because I started training in New Jersey, when I moved back to North Carolina, I didn't have no direction of who, what, when, why, how. Um, my homeboy that I'm staying with now, my homeboy Sean, uh, I met him through a film that he was producing that he was directing. Um, I met him through a mutual friend. I did a act, uh, did a film with him, an independent film. Um, it was called Thirty to Thirty Five, and he had a homeboy who was connected to Grog, and Grog right. runs Gouge. So I went out, and did a show. The pants him. dropper. Yeah, I went and did a show show for him, and I met a couple of guys there: Kendall Williams and Redman. You know, and they were connected to another show. So there's, there's a lot of connections. So right, I see, I see. There's a lot of connections. So I went and did some shows with them. I helped them because they were doing. This is when I first got introduced to backyard wrestling. I heard of oh. it, but didn't really saw anything about it. And they were doing shows in one of the homeboys' backyards. <clears throat> and I was like, "Yo, why don't y'all do it in, in, in a building or something?" He's like, "Oh, well, we don't we don't know how to get a building." So if I can get you guys a building, would you do it? He's like, "Yeah." So I got them a building in Smithfield, and. The very first show that we had in Smithfield, these three large, very large, extra large, ginormous, galactic, large men <laughs> walked into the building. And at the time, I was just happened to be, you know, leaning over tying my boots. And when they walked in, like the entire room went dark. And I was like, what the hell? And when I looked up, it was uh, Ali Steele. Oh God! And Michael Devine standing right. Oh, I was like, oh. When you done, I got a story about them three. When you done, they they got some security here. Like these guys is huge. Okay, Mm. I like this. And then come to find out, not only were they wrestlers, but they were my opponents for the night. Uh, Wow. And uh, so I got in the ring. We worked out a match. Um, they loved my abilities. They thought I was really athletic, but they felt as though that I was limiting myself and my my abilities. Like I was walking around as this character named Vector who was a android who couldn't get hurt. And that didn't work out well with three guys <laughs> that was twice, three times my size. It was like, right. if we, you're going to be hurt. So that's not going to work for you. And so they gave me the idea of how to get to his, they helped me become Mr. Everything, Vic Andrews. I was already Mr. Everything in the modeling and acting industry so um they talked to me and they sat me down i was like man if we can help if we can get you with somebody that can help you with your your in-ring skills and your trainings would you take it i was like yeah definitely 
And I told them straight up. I looked at them in the face and I was like, yo, I'm going to the WWE. And like D-Mac would tell that story all the time. He's like, yo, you told me to my face, man, you you were going to WWE. And I laughed at you because I didn't believe you. And he he tells me now that he's proud of me because I've actually made opportunities for myself to work with WWE. So they introduced right, me to right. CW. And CW, you know, he worked with me, talked to me for a little bit. He saw that I was willing. He, I didn't give up. I wasn't afraid of nothing. I never gave up. I didn't die in the ring. Um, I'm one of the hardest guys to blow up because of how I exercise and how I work out. So, you know, from there, me and CW has been tight brothers. Like, it's gotten to the point now, I am the trainer and he's the student at times, which is phenomenal because I'm like, yo, you've been doing this for 30 years. I should still be learning from you, but I have the ability to teach him some things and he's willing to learn from me. So, and it's, right. it's it's wonderful, man. Yeah, that's that's and, super dope. And let me, let me say this, and and this is like legit. Like Vic is one of these type of people that will give you like sound, solid advice. I think we were at uh, oh, what's it, Masters, Masters of, of the Ring show, show, and we were talking about some stuff. I ain't gonna you know say exactly what it was, but he gave me some great advice that I follow to this day. So I, you know, me and him started in the business about the same time. I think, about, yeah, almost exactly the same time, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still learn from him. Right. You know, so, you know, if you if you know Vic, if you see him on Facebook, whatever, don't be afraid to ask him a question because he'll answer it. All I know is uh, I've been to some training sessions with Vic. Oh, God. It's, it's legit. <laughs> it's legit. There, there's, there's video somewhere of me dying. The, you know, yeah. There's, Yo, there's videos of everybody fun? dying that, that works <laughs> so, out with him. When, I'm, when I met G-Money, he came. He came and did my show. The very oh yeah, yeah. It was the um. It was the the lupus awareness show, right? Yes. Matter of fact, yeah. It's it was almost yeah. a year ago because it was like uh, last May, I believe. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. May twenty fifth. Uh, yep, exactly. Found the radio. I knew who he was, and I was excited. I was like, "Yo, I got a celebrity, you know, hosting my show and stuff." And so when he decided to get into wrestling and he contacted me say man can i come out there train with you i was like oh snap you know i got some clout <laughs> <laughs> i got g money in the, in the building and uh yeah. so he came out there and the very first training that he did with me he looked at me and he said man i do crossfit <laughs> right. every day and this CrossFit has not prepared me, <laughs> bro. Facts, no, and, and I and I be in that bad boy about to die, and I'm like, yeah, okay, if I do that, I can do anything. Then I come in here training with Vic, and I'm like, yo, what the hell is this? <laughs> I've been I've been lied to. Like, wait a minute. So so can we can we say can we say what we call those exercises? Oh, you know, bro, look, Dave done cussed like 88 times yeah. already. Vic, so, I mean, why not? Vic, Vic what, what, did, what did you call the exercise? And when I, before you even said it, when I, when I heard I was like, man, whatever. I've been wrestling for 11 years. They, they are, like, I'd be yeah. good. I'd be a little tired. Yes, F-U, By the time you get done, all you're going to be able to say is F-U, Vic. Right. Actually, I just got F out before I was out of breath. Hey, look, matter of fact. Matter of fact, I've been I think I've been down there with you about like five or six times, possibly. Mr. Magnificent showed up once and was done. And he never came back. 
You know, I, I, it's my schedule. We ain't going to talk about that. Yeah, oh, we ain't going to oh, talk okay. about that. It's, it's my you schedule. Funny? I get guys oh, okay. come and work out with me, and then they'll be like, like I, I'm going to say his name because I can say his name, Xavier Maxson. He came and trained with me right before the coronavirus mess was happening, and then he was like, yeah, bro, I'll see you another three months. Hey, he was on. Bro, that brother knows the future. He was on. He, he knows the future. He kept that shit with hey, we, He was we like, need to, yo, we need, fuck to, that. we need to talk to him because he knew exactly what was about to happen. He said, I, let me, "I'll see you in three months." So, 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 Dave, yo. you, uh, when when Vic uh, made reference to. Uh, the Gorilla Squad. You, you, you oh, said yeah, you, you had said a, you had a story, had a story for, for us. Yeah, man, listen. I love D Mac. I love Ali. And I love I always refer to him as the old gray gorilla. I don't care how man what he get, but he know who I'm talking to. And um so we we, we had an angle at uh UPWA. And we at the time we were the tag champs and for whatever reason, my partner can't make it to the show, and I'm responsible <laughs> for uh, picking up his hardware plus getting the hardware to the show. And I meet my lovely Negroized partner at whatever steakhouse he was at with his old lady at the time. Well, you know, the, his current you know old lady at the time. And he goes, "Yeah, I got the belts. They're right here in my trunk." And we walk over to the trunk, and no belt. At that point, I'm already steaming because I drove. 50 miles out the way to get his hardware so I can go wow. do the job for us. I look at him and he know I'm pissed. He know I'm pissed because we've known each other since ninth grade. He knows when his best friend is pissed. And I didn't say a word. I just looked at him, got in my car, and calmly drove where to do the business. So now we wow. get there. Wow, and UPWA is like those yeah. are shows in nine times out of ten there in Wilmington. Yeah, bruh. And and you drove from that, wherever. That's to, an eight-hour drive for me. That's an eight-hour round-trip drive for me. You know what I mean? Good Lord. Yeah. So I'm I'm steaming. So I get to the show and I I show the promoters like, hey, listen, I'm here. I have one of the hardwares, but not the other. Well, not my business. But we're gonna do the we, we get what we got to do. I talk to the other team and we're more than understanding. And I'm a tag wrestler for a reason. Because singles wrestlers have to have stamina. And Yo, I was, look, look, I don't mean to cut you off, but I was going to ask you at some point, like, which you preferred. But you just asked, you just answered the question, so you may continue. I'm a tag wrestler for a reason. <laughs> so uh, now now I'm in a position where I'm wrestling two guys, and it's just me, and I got no on the tag. So that was a constant, you know, topic <laughs> while we're talking about what's going on. But mind you, there's supposed to be a, a run-in with the Gorilla Squad, and I haven't even seen them. Like I didn't, I haven't talked to them. I ain't seen them. Like I they didn't, even, they didn't even get come in the building. So I'm talking to the promoter. Like, listen, we're gonna do this, and I'm gonna count to here. If this doesn't happen, I'm gonna do this. If they don't show up, he's like, trust me, they're gonna be here. But we all know who we're talking about here. Love down to death, but you know, <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm in the ring and we're doing a spot with the guys and I'm, I'm supposed to hit him with a chair and he takes the chair wonderfully and I'm taking my count and I'm selling. And I had the, that was the greatest match of my life actually that night. And without me. Uh, 
It, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> the greatest matches I've ever had. My wife wasn't there, nor my tag partner was there. It's it's wow. ridiculous. Like I have to go through that movie by myself. But anyway, uh, no support. You do the no best. support. Like it's crazy. <laughs> you do the you know best what I mean? With no support. That's, so that's wild. I crack homeboy in the back with the chair. The place goes eight trash because it's two on one. I'm supposed to lose. You know, it looks like I'm about to win, and they're going nuts. And I'm like, yo, like. The hair, like my hair, my hair was permed and it was standing straight up. It, it was, I look ridiculous, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and I'm I'm walking around selling. And I look over at the, you know the promoter like, hey, listen, you know you got five more seconds, and then I'm gonna go do this. And all of a sudden, I hear the gr- the crow get bigger. Like it's it went from cr- and we're in an armory, you know, and it's like the biggest crowd the UPWA date, biggest crowd the UPWA date, and I hear him, and I, I I turn over, look over my shoulder. And I already know D-Mac and Ali to be some big dudes, right? I know them to be big dudes. But when they came through that bay door, they were huge. And the place is going nuts. And there's three of them, one of me, and I'm standing there with a chair. And at first I'm powdering, but then all of a sudden I just get ramped up, like, let's go, let's go. And then the place go crazy again. I get goosebumps. Oh, my Jesus. Goosebumps talking about it. But they get into the ring. And they do their little boo bop bop. They you know lay me out, and I'm taking their finish. And Ali comes up as general, and he's the biggest of the two because at the time, you know, D Mac used to be a lot bigger. Not too many people know like D Mac used to be a lot bigger, but he's mm-hmm. trimming down. And but D Mac is the bigger of the two, and how he got that big is another subject. But he comes <laughs> down to me ever so slightly and goes, "Are you okay, bro?" And I'm like, and I'm looking up at him like, "Bro, do you hear these people that are going crazy?" And I'm, I'm, I'm yelling this to him. No one, this, this is how loud it is. I said, "Do you hear this, bro? They're going crazy. I'm great." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he picks right. me up and, and gives me something else. But long story short, I go outside and nobody's share with my partner's not there. My wife's not there. You know what I mean? And I'm outside and I get emotional. I'm crying and stuff. And then D-Mac walking, he's like, you good? I was like, bruh, I'm so good right now. It's not even funny. Like, those are some good dudes. Really good dudes. Mm-hmm. Good dudes. And knowledgeable. Knowledgeable, safe. And they're huge. Like I'm, I'm six two, three hundred pounds on a day after Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? I don't know what Ali. Those are the only guys I get into the ring with. And I'm going, yeah, bro. Tonight, I'm Rey Mysterio, baby. Yeah. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like those, and, and they're safe. Like I, I love them guys, man. I love them to death. Like love them to death. The old gray gorilla. I'm still looking for you for that bat shot, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's why I broke it. You know what I mean? We ain't going to talk about the bat shot. I broke that bat. You can't use it no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come see me about it. Wait. I love him too, look, though. He, he know I'm look, joking. I want to I wanna jump into something else. But before I do that, I want to – I don't I don't know how often you listen, uh, Dave, but – I'm a faithful anytime, watcher. I'm a subscriber, anytime bro. That me and, okay, anytime that me and Mr. Magnificent are anywhere around a Wrestling With Purpose show – he has continuous issues with Team Pitbull, and Man, like listen. I just, I just want want you, want one of you guys to to, to jump into these issues uh, you guys have with Team listen. Pitbull, uh, the uh, Baron Buller, the Pembroke Pitbull, uh, Trey G, the indie icon, um, Stephen Idol, you know Shane Martin. I'll say this. You know, this with this whole Corona thing going on, you know, it's a very serious thing. But the Team Pitbull can thank the coronavirus because they still have their tag team belts because of it. Mm. Mm. And you I guys, you, you I want to say this. You guys are like, 
so many I, different promotions. I, I want to say this. I want to say this. I love wrestling with a purpose. Uh, there was a time where I was going through some stuff, and they looked out for me in a big way. So I always love wrestling with a purpose. Anything they do, I support. Uh, and anytime they need me, I'm there. Uh, but on the side note, them pit bulls, I call them the pit puppies. The, the poodle puppies? Oh, my God. <laughs> I I owe them some seats. Like, man, if I – ooh, man. When I catch them, I'm going to do something dirty to them. And it's not even going to be funny. Like, And, and it's not even – it's out of my character because, you know, I'm an easygoing guy. Easygoing guy. But I'm going to do something dirty to them boys. Dirty, 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 dirty. And once this coronavirus is over, I hope they, they come out through it healthy and safe. And, you know, without no sniffles and temperatures. Because when they get through with me, boy, they're going to have some sniffles. And they might have a little bit of a temperature. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. It's, it's... You know what? I, 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 I haven't discussed this with, with my partner, Sweet Daddy D. But, okay. Dave, tell I me what them. you think, sir. I owe I them. Think, I think right here on this show that we should have a meeting of the minds. It should be Team Pitbull and Team Sexy. And oh, we could do man. almost a, that. you know, since we can't be in person because of the, the coronavirus, we could do a virtual contract signing right oh, here. Oh, I love it. I'm down. A virtual contract. So long as I can, if I can get them in a cage, I want them in a cage. I don't want them in just regular match. I want them in a cage so they can't run. They can't move. They, they have to get all this aggression that I have because they, they cost us a lot. UPWA in tag order, team you know tournament. It just, they cost in us order a tag team tournament. They, I owe them some chair shots. Like they they, they hit me with a chair. I'm the most easiest. I'm I'm the fun. I'm they, they, they think I'm the big guy of the group. I'm the fun guy of the group. He's a serious one. They hit me with the chair. So okay, cool. <laughs> Not a problem. Not I think problem. this match needs to be. It needs to be a dark match, and I don't mean like the pre-show match. I mean. With no lights on oh, to save the no. audience's eyes from seeing the ugliness that is. It's gonna be in. ugly. Oh. Like it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna put away the nice mm. little pink panties I like to wear to the ring. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put on the good <laughs> black ones so they ain't gonna have no blood stains. It's gonna be. <laughs> oh <laughs> my Jesus! Not the black panties. Oh wait, I just I just thought about something when you brought that up, and I want to get into something else, but I actually, Vic. So when this happened, are you are you currently holding any championships? Like were were actually any of you guys were any of you guys holding any championships when this struck? Yeah, I'm currently the UPWA heavyweight champion. You're the UPWA. Oh, see. And and, and I'm gonna say this: I am currently the UPWA heavyweight champion. Uh. Anybody that comes to UPWA thinking that they're going to take this title from me, um, they ain't got to check my rap sheet. They ain't got to Google me. They ain't got to check my YouTube videos. None of that. Just call me, and I'll tell you whether or not it's a good deal, idea or not. Like this, That's all you got to do. Just call me. Um, most times I'm going to tell you, no, it's not a good idea, but you're willing to – you're very much willing – to come on and try, just have some money in your pocket because I need to be t- paid for my time. And <laughs> if I happen to break something on you, I'm in school for athletic training, strength and conditioning, <laughs> and <laughs> education. Two for one. 
I will hurt you. I'm gonna hurt you, I'm gonna hurt you, <laughs> you and then I'm gonna heal you. <laughs> so, is the healing free? You're gonna pay me for hurting you, and then you're gonna pay me for fixing what I hurt. <laughs> two times. He, two he times. need two monies. He need two monies. Two monies. Not two monies. Two monies. He need two monies. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> That's some old black history stuff right there. <laughs> okay. I need so, two monies. Two of my monies. I need two monies. I Both need two of them. Monies. So, uh, one and two. Two times. So, <laughs> Got on the rocks, boss. Like, okay, so I obviously, you know, everything's on a downturn, you know. Mm-hmm. So how do you keep yourself mentally sharp? Like, okay. That's the crazy part. Ma- you know what I'm saying? Like, how, how do you? Because we don't know. We don't know what. Like, there's no. There's no end date in, in sight. Like, this could last as long as August. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Possibly November. So, mm-hmm. I, how do you? How do you keep yourself mentally sharp? I really Man, I'm, I'm, I'm a Clear, very type of dude. So, like, I still do my workouts. Um, if anybody ever follows like anything I do on Instagram or Facebook Live, anything like that, I do all my crazy work. Um, but like I said, I'm a very out of the box thing. I I don't have to sit and watch wrestling to to sharpen my my abilities. I watch kung fu movies. I watch Dragon Ball Z. I watch boxing. I watch all these different things because I can take something from everything and and apply it to one thing, and that's the ability of being missed everything. It's to be able to take anything from anywhere and apply it to whatever I do. So. And, you know, I'm, I'm very computerized. Like I can program my body to react to certain things and be able to do things. Like I don't have to physically do it and learn how to do it. I can do it from first sight. Um, right. I've done a lot of stunt work here recently, working on this Mortal Kombat film. And I saw, I saw. Shout out to Maverick. Yes, yeah, and working with these guys and learning how to throw house kicks and you know, volleys um, and stuff. Like that. I've never done this stuff before, so. When they showed me, I was like, I right, bet. When they did it, I was like, how long have you been doing this stuff? I was like, today. <laughs> right. I was like, nah, for real. How long have you been doing it today? That, like, that's yeah. a typical Mr. Everything answer right there. And it's yeah, like, it sounds like one. Awesome 100. Yeah. 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 It, it, that's, that's how I keep myself sharpened. And I, and I stay away from like drama and toxic things. Like with the whole coronavirus stuff, I don't follow the news on it because my thing is, it is what it is. It's going to be what's going to be. Negative. So me uh, affecting my brain, my mentality with that stuff. Nah, I don't. Need I know what I'm capable of doing. Nineteen years have not had a flu ever. Me neither. Nor no, vaccine. Yeah. No Nor vaccine. vaccine. You know what I'm saying? Like so never. I'm I'm pretty much I'm good. Never and I, flu, I don't drink pneumonia, water. None of that. I don't drink water. I don't eat fruits, vegetables. Yeah. It- he, he killed me when he said he don't that. Eat, he don't like, eat no chicken either. When he's when he's when he said that he don't drink water, like look, I feel like my soul Jeez. stepped outside of my body and looked <laughs> at me like, man, you know this motherfucker tripping. You know he's tripping. I'm like, man, he got it. Brother G money. And he's like, nah, I don't I don't drink water. I don't eat fruit. I don't eat vegetables. Brother what G money. What the hell are you, bro? Br- brother G money. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir, man, brother Dave. He don't eat chicken. <laughs> You don't eat chicken? He, yeah, let's, let's talk shit. about we're that. We about, we about to ask him off this call right now. <laughs> that, about he don't eat no, no chicken. chicken. When I found that out, I looked at him like, ninja, really? 
right. no chicken. Like out of all, well, I guess no we're in the same boat because I, I don't eat watermelon, so we're in the same boat. <laughs> First off, what do you eat? Cereal. Cookies, cookies Good and milk. Cereal. He's dead serious. I've yeah, seen him eat a soul. twelve pack of cookies and milk before a match. <laughs> like I've seen it. The things that we're I, all taught eat, not to do before a match, he does it, and right. it works. <laughs> I eat your hopes and dreams and your desires. That's what I feast on. I miss the everything. Watch me drink milk before a match, and it was like, "Yo, you 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 are a wrestle?" Like, "No, nah, I'm getting ready to." And you're drinking milk right now? Yeah. Well, why? Well, first of all, the guy I'm wrestling, he's a little fat. So I'm gonna need to speed my, my body. <laughs> so and they're looking at him like. For two, if I'm wrestling more than one, one more than one match, yeah, I need a little bit more energy. This is gonna help me go. And then everybody's like, man, you're gonna throw up all over the place. Nope. And by the time we get to the back, the person I wrestle is it's thrown up. Right. Or on a breathing machine. <laughs> or on a breathing machine. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, wait. Think. So, so needless to say, this is why I don't get cookies and milk at the shows anymore. Because they realize mm. that it gives me more energy and then the guys is getting in the ring with me and dying. Well, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Because now I'm just curious. What type of cookies are we talking here? Regular <laughs> cookies. Regular. No, uh, they ain't no such thing as regular cookies, bro. Look, bro there's chocolate it's, chips. It's, it's there's, there's shortbread. Listen, there's bro, oatmeal that, raisin. It's 2020. There's, there's gingerbread. It's 2020. Huh? I can get you some cookies that are a little different. You know what I'm saying? But he got right. regular old nah. cookies. Nah, look, no. Look, I'm talking to Vic right now. <laughs> look, look, I don't know what you got. You rolling cigarettes. Hey, you know. Cream cookies. That's it. I don't get no chips or hoys anymore. No. no Oreos. Just Wait, what did you say? Generic vanilla cream. Generic vanilla cream cookies. It changed. Not, no, not, no, not, not Oreos, not soft batch. Not, nope. not, not, not the assorted. Not, no assorted. Not the assorted. Well, right. No, not, no lemons. Nope. Yo, the lemon Oreos no. is banging, though, for real. Oh, they is. The, the thins. The thins is fire. I'm going to try that before my match. Milk and cookies. No. No, nah, I don't. Don't no, do that. No nah, leg drops nah. for you, sir. No leg nah, drops. Son. Wear my look. black trunks. That no, nah, bro. You, 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 you The only person that can stay in black trunks. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> that's not, bro. So, all right. So, we're going to – let's talk some, some philosophy. I want you two guys to talk tag team philosophy. And I just want uh, to Vic to, you know – Singles philosophy. Let's start with the, the tag team. Like, what did you get when it, when it comes to tag team wrestling? Tell us your. I'm not exactly your philosophy per se, but 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 the essence of making a tag team match. How about that? I think, and 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 Dave can correct me if I'm wrong. I think the fact that we've known each other for so long really helps. Um, it's to the point now to where I can look at Dave in the ring. And he'll know what I'm thinking and know where to go without me even saying anything. Church. Okay. Church. Um, he knows when something goes wrong in the ring. He knows when I'm pissed. He knows when he needs to give me that blind tag because I'm about to snap. And, you know, vice versa. It works the same, you know, same way Church. on my end, too. So, I, I, I think the key to it is, is, is knowing your tag team partner well, both inside the ring and out. Okay. Along with that, the key is uh, your opponent. For me – I'm easy going. And when I get to a show, I don't like stress. I don't like stress the day of the show because at the end of the day, you know, uh, the show is my relief. 
So I don't want no stress. So when I get to the locker room and whoever I'm working with, you know, I, I, I want to be as easy going because we, we're putting on the show. We all know what's going on. You know, we're putting on the show. He needs to be comfortable with me. I need to be comfortable with him. He needs to understand that, you know, we all have to go to work Monday morning. You know what I'm saying? Some of us do. Some of us don't. I'm one of the ones that do. And at the end of the mm-hmm. day, if you do something to jeopardize that, when we come back to that curtain, we got to talk about that. And so long as we're on the same accord and you're comfortable with me, I'm comfortable with you. And honesty, honesty is a big thing. If you're not comfortable yeah. with something, say that. You know what I mean? Honesty is the biggest thing. I have no problem with going to a guy and be like, hey, what's your finisher? Our finisher is blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm not comfortable with that. No problem. I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to go, oh, what's the problem? You can't take it. Uh. No. What's comfortable with you? You know what I mean? At the end of the day, because we, we're, we're cooperating. You know what I mean? And you want him to be comfortable. You don't want him to go into anything timid. You know what I mean? And then that's just, that's one, along with knowing your partner, that's one of the main things for me is, is comfort. Because as, as a four way, it's, that's technically what a tag match is, 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 is a four way. Uh, it's a lot of moving parts. And if everyone's not on the same page, it could be not it, what you planned could not come off to what the crowd sees. Just because we think we see something, you know, as as, as a four way, you know, we're, we're, this is what we're seeing. The crowd is not seeing that. The crowd is saying, "Oh my God, that didn't look right." You know, but we're in the thing. We're going, "Oh yeah, we're killing it." But the crowd's like, "Oh no." That's not what we, you know what I mean? So if everyone's on the same page, it's more likely for the 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 the, 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 the greater good to happen, which is everyone, you know, looks like superstars at the end. For for me, that's one of the main things. Okay, okay, I like dope, dope. What about what about you, Vic? Uh, as far as like you know, you know, one on one wrestling or or tag, like what is your? What He's the, done both. Yeah, no, yeah, in Georgia. <clears throat> So, so the main thing for me in, in singles wrestling is making sure that we, we get each other over, uh, making each other look good. I, I can't. It's, it's, that's one of the things that's always been stressed to me is, is making each other look good and being very protective. Um, yeah. Dave said, we all got to get up the next morning. And I always tell people, look, as long as we can uh, leave the same way we came in and our own will and power, I'm good. I don't, yeah. The match can look horrible. We we can figure it out and come back and do it another day. Um, as long as you can go home and I can go home the same way that I came to the venue, that's good enough for me. <clears throat> um, but yeah, making each other look good because I mean, it's not going to do me anything, especially me as being a champion. It's not going to do me any good if I'm go out there and just beat the crap out of somebody or make them look like they shouldn't been in the ring with me. Because then why was I fighting? Them? What was the person me being in the ring with them like? And and making it look as realistic as possible. Everybody talks trash about oh, you know, guys hit too hard or they too stiff or um well the opposite, you know, you know, lay their stuff in. But for me, I tell people all the time, look, I've boxed guys three hundred pounds when I was hundred and fifty. If they couldn't hurt me, you can't hurt me. On, on so, a side note, bro, I don't mean to cut you off, but I understand what you're saying because I'm one of those guys that I prefer contact there's a difference between contact and making and, me lose teeth yeah you know what i mean yeah. and i prefer contact yes i i i, I totally agree i totally agree and, and that's where the safety part comes in mm-hmm. knowing how to make contact with me 
and not mm-hmm. me feel like I need to put you to sleep and take you home to your mom and explain what happened. Exactly. I, I will take you home to your mother and explain what happened because somebody's got to pay me my money. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's right. my son. Oh, and then Ooh, I that's a that. whole nother topic. Oh my God. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but the main thing is, you know, if you're a baby face, you know, being there for that healing and, and making the crowd really want to be behind you that heal, being there for that baby face and, and doing exactly what you need to do to make the crowd want to cheer for them, make them want them to come back. You know, you got to be the underdog. And my thing is, lose. a lot of guys don't know how to lose, but don't want to. Is this is pretty determined. This is not no win loss factor where your money is determined by how much you, how many times you win and lose. Like the NFL is not going to sign you because you didn't get enough match, you didn't get enough time in the match or church, whatever. church. Like this is not like football where your yardage makes a difference. You go out there when you go home and your match look good, that's what makes a difference. So mm-hmm. learn to lose, learn to tap out at, of a submission, learn to take a finisher, learn to just. Beat somebody with a roll-up. Learn to be okay with beating somebody with a dirty finish. Learn to be okay to be beaten with a clip. Like I lose a lot, and I'm cool with it. Like I'm a natural butthole, so if I'm a heel that night, and I come through the curtain, and I'm cussing out, oh, my God, to lose is a win for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. It, like I don't understand that. Like To tap out and then have to explain that I – why I didn't tap really tap out, but I did the next week. That like <laughs> that's a win for me. Like I don't want to like man, some of these oh, kids man. nowadays a little Oh, backwards. wait. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Before you even get into that, I remember what was it? Uh it was a UP no, it was a wrestling with purpose show in Lumberton. And it was it was it was the night of the the uh Jimmy Valiant was there. Mm-hmm. And there was that it was that thirty man oh, uh, ro- uh a, battle royal. I have and a you great guys Jimmy Valiant story. That was that was the first night you got well, I don't know if it was the first night I heard you guys come out to um to Soul Glow. Yeah coming to America. <laughs> right? So Beautiful. Beautiful oh man, night. I love I love that. I love Beautiful that's night. like my favorite that's one of my favorite interests of y'all. So I think the first time I think y'all first match was a uh, it was a elimination four way tag match, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I don't even remember if I feel like you guys were. I think you guys were healed that night. I'm not sure, but we, yeah, we were. You okay? So the thing that the the fact that you said it, and I know you said kids, and that you didn't mean kids. You meant like just guys wrestling. Mm-hmm. But the, I'm actually talking about kids. You guys resonated with the kids in such a way because they hated like like we like the adults was like oh yeah, but the the kids was like. Boo these guys. And I remember when you guys had got eliminated. You guys had got eliminated from the um from the tag match. And uh like I think y'all was eliminated second. And like the the kids was walking with y'all, talking trash to y'all the whole time. You was talking trash to them and they were talking the kids, back man. until you got to the curtains. And then uh, in the battle royal, y'all came out together, right? They came out together. We're no, the only guys. Had music. The only ones that had Vic, we music. came out last, and we came out to he'll understand to to music, our theme in a battle royal. Yeah, <laughs> they, they came out to a theme in a battle royal, and they was like tw- y'all guys were like twenty three and twenty four. Yeah, so it was it was going on for a minute. And y'all had messed around and got eliminated before before the music stopped playing. <laughs> so they put it back on. And sometimes, like, it be, sometimes it be like that. 
Bro, but it was so, it was so, like, I was loving it because the kids was like, as soon as they heard y'all music, they rushed up because they knew y'all was coming out, right? So, y'all, you jaw jacket with them. You get into the ring. You know what I'm saying? As soon you as get, our feet touch. As soon as your feet touch, me, they get, y'all get thrown back out. And the kids was right there waiting for you. For, for me? You know what I'm saying? Like, do, do you remember? Do you remember? Okay. When I grew up in the, I grew up in New York. And that's why I was raised until I come down here at a certain time. But where I'm from, we didn't get no NWA. So I grew up with the WWE. Do you remember right. that commercial where the, Bret Hart's walking through the entrance and the kid stops him and goes, Bret! And he turns around all slow and he gives him the glass. Remember you remember that? that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you grew up during that time, everybody wanted to be that kid because I'm the biggest Bret Hart fan in the world, right? So when I go to a show, no matter how many grown folks in the audience or how many, because I pander to the grown folks as well, you know, because they, they paid to be there. But the kids, man, the interaction with the kids is priceless. Like, whatever I can do to make that kid remember, I remember my first wrestling show. I didn't go to my first indie show till I was a grown blank man. You know what I mean? But I remember my first wrestling show where Bastion Burger comes to the ring and I was in the nosebleed section. But because I was such a, a fan, I thought I smelt him from the nosebleed section. You know, you know what I mean? Like right, I looked at right. my dad and I was like, Oh my god, dad, you smell that? He's looking at me like you idiot. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you know what I mean? But I I remember that. So when I go to a show, like, especially during a mission, whether I'm heel or face, the kids, like the kids come up to me, the dad comes up to me, Hey, can my son take a picture with you? Yes. And the first thing I ask him is, How are you doing in school? And then second thing I tell them is the person that just took you here. And, and and ask for that picture. You might want to listen to him. And I'm hoping he's not a predator when I say this, but you know, because yeah. that person's never gonna lie to you. You know, you know, you know. I'm just being honest. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I hope that the person that brought them there is true and honest, because I'm putting them over as well. Because they're the people right. that's gonna bring them back. And right. I always, uh, I always look for the kids, like, because I remember being that kid, and and wanting that interaction, and man like it's all about the kids like i remember one time um victor knows about him there was a guy named josh gary you know i I used to train under him uh u.s i I forget i forget it's been a while but he he now trains with uh, another company and he did a show in durham and we get there and the people who we did the show with didn't come up on their end of the show so it was just basically a bunch of kids and all the parents sat on the bleachers but the kids sat around the ring and I love that because it was I, I could focus on the kids. I could I could rile them up and and at that 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 particular night I was a bad guy. So when I rile them up and I turn around and lose, they I went ape nuts and it's a win for me. It was against me, it's me and you. Yeah, you like you were you were there that night. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it 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 it, it the, like those nights like that. Like it's you'd be like, man, yeah, it's only it's only 45 people in here, but if they're half of them are kids. That's who you're working, you know what I mean? And a lot of times, so it's the kids Nights who's like going to go, yes, it's the kids who going to go, Mom, I want to go back to that show. And the good thing about the Indies is, I'm tied into another subject, the good thing about the Indies is, I, I looked it up. When I was coming up, a SmackDown ticket, my mom can get me in the Crown Coliseum, a good seat for 50 bucks. I'm dang near front row for 50 bucks. Now, 50 bucks gets you in the nosebleeds. You in the Nobody nosebleed, wants to go yeah, see wrestling in the nosebleeds, but you can go to an Indie show for 10 bucks. And you get the experience to, that we're trying five, to give. You can spend five. You can spend fifty dollars at five 
five indie, indie shows, shows and have you know what great I'm seats. Great seats. You know what I'm saying? And still have the interaction. And, and that, more that personal I never got. interaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, go to the gimmick table. He can make you laugh. You know, like, oh, my God. Like, I, I didn't know the indies existed until I was like, what, 20? I was 20, 27. I went to my first indie show in Asheville, 27. And I was like, yo. I could One of this. my favorite things to do uh-huh. is when when I see the, I was 24. the show or, or even the parents and they were like, can I get a picture? Yeah, let's take a picture. Come on, let's get in the ring and take the picture. Because I know yeah. when I was a fan, I, I wanted always that. I, yes. wanted to get in the yes. ring, you know, get a picture. And I never could. Nope. I never could. So That's I like legit. extending that opportunity mm, now. I, I, like I love it. it. I, like it. I, I love it. It's all about the kids, man. Like, it's all about the kids. Because the kids is going to tell that parent, hey, I want to go to this show. And, yeah, you can take me to SmackDown, but this show is cheaper than SmackDown. I can get hot dogs and a drink cheaper and personal interaction. Can't beat it. You cannot beat it. And if the indie wrestlers do their job, they'll come back the next night. But that's a a subject for another topic because sometimes indie wrestling doesn't do their job. Whew. Dang. It's it's a sad time, man. It's a sad time, bro. (laughs) I hit hit up a promoter the other week, you know what I mean, for a show. I'm not going to mention the promoter of the company, right? And I gave him a price, which was, when I say more than fair, more than fair. Because it was a hop, skip, and a jump from my house. You know what I mean? More than fair. He messaged me back. I can't afford two guys for that price. And when I say that price was fair, oh, my God. It was so fair. It, it 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 was strangely fair, like under 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 seventy dollars a piece. I'm not even gonna go how far, but it's under that a piece. And I can't afford two guys for that much. And then I look on the show, and he's he got guys that he's trained. I'm like, oh, that's the, that's the gimmick now. He go find guys who wants to play wrestler, charge them to get trained, but then put them in shows technically untrained. And not pay them. And, and and to touch on that, I've had a promoter or someone who wants to be a promoter now that's starting up a new show contact me and ask me for my price. I gave him price. And a different promoter that I've worked for before contacts me on behalf of the previous promoter about my price. Wow, ain't that Wait, crazy? What? <laughs> ain't yeah. that crazy? Wow. And it was like, you know, you know, um, I was wondering how much you you be willing to come down on your price for my my buddy. You know, he's a really good guy. He's got his very first show, and I was like, excuse me, like, wow, <laughs> who are you? Right. I'm, I'm I'm definitely not doing that. Even though I've, I've worked for you before, I'm, I'm definitely not doing that. No. That, that's, and that's one thing that I want to get through to professional wrestling. Let's get a like after all this is done, when we're able to go back in, into normalcy, it may be. I am not trying to do the brother brother crisis anymore. No. Don't, don't look at me and say, hey, how much are you willing to come down? When I give you a price, that's it. I'm, I'm set on it, right? And if you feel as though that you can't afford that, all right, I'll give you who you can afford. But I think I've done enough 
And now that I've been doing this, and I've gotten to the point where I can train guys who've been doing it longer than I, and I have very good references, um, I'm I I can charge what I charge and should be paid for. It. And I, I've been where I have no problems getting what I ask for. So I, I feel I, Vic I'm, on his prices, but I also know that. My price is nowhere near Mr. Andrews everything's price. <laughs> and when I say nowhere near, like nowhere near. And I I just be trying to get enough money to cover my gas and maybe have a beer and a pack of self-rolled cigarettes afterwards. And <laughs> so self-rolled cigarettes. That's all I'm trying that's, <laughs> that's all I'm trying to cover. That's all he trying you know what I'm to saying? Do. Because at the end of the day, I have a job. Like, I work Monday through Friday. You know what I mean? Like, I have a job. I'm doing this to break the monotony of adult, everyday work. I always wanted to be a wrestler, right, right. but I have a family. I have a family. You can, And I love – I don't mind that. Like, people say that. I don't mind that. My family come first. You know what I mean? Like, that. That. that's that's me. So, when I'm – like, hey, I'm quoting this price. This is what I need. And when you, you, you hear I can't afford that, and you're like, huh? You can't afford that? And then you go and you or or, or you or you've worked for a company for years, for a few years, mm-hmm. and then you, you you know what's going. On. Man, I work for a company. I'm not even going to say the name, but I could say the name because we've all familiar with this name. But I work for this company for, and I was charging a nice low rate, and I'm I was driving a hot box minute to get there, and he brings in this name, and I happen to listen into on the conversation of what this name got, like the whole. You know, the receipt, you know, you know, he handed him the receipts, he covered that. And I'm not knocking him because he's the name. But then I'm like, yo, I can't even get my little piece change. And I drove farther than this motherfucker drove. And he getting his receipts, make you feel some kind of way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's where indie wrestling is. Like it's it's and not a lot of the thing, a lot of the big part of it is you have guys who work for free. And working for free is good. There's a, a time where you're trained and you're supposed to work for free. You're supposed to pay you those dues. But then also there's a time where you're not supposed to get rich, but God dang it, you're supposed to get paid or something. You know what I mean? But, then we have, but you have guys out here that are willing to go to these shows and drive and lose money just to get the hot dog and a handshake to wrestling from 20 people and, ha- and are happy with that. I'm not happy with that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, at all. And I, I love what I do, but I, and in the same token, my price isn't ridiculous. Like it's really fair, extremely fair. I, I want to ask Vic something. Vic, let, let me let me get your opinion on the whole situation in wrestling about paying your dues. You know, mm. you're supposed to get to the show, set up the ring, help take down the ring, help take down the show, and work the show all at the same time. Do you do you feel that's necessary? Do you feel uh, yes. that it should be done? Yes. And and at what point, if any, does that stop? It never stops, but it gets to a point where you choose to do it. Continue, Ray. <laughs> my 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 take on it is, man, if you have the capabilities to get there early and help out and or stay longer and help break down, do it, man. It's nothing wrong with it. I've I've been to WWE, I've been to NXT, Raw, SmackDown. And uh, I have seen, I've seen people who you would think wouldn't be doing these type of things. I've seen William Regal help carry ropes. I've seen Billy Gunn strapped down to the canvas. Like I've seen people who've been doing this 
been on TV and make a lot of money doing this and still help out. There's, there was been a picture of um, Jimmy Hart helping carry some boys out. There's been a picture of Cody Rose sweeping the ring out. There's been a picture of um, Charles Robinson, you know, doing his thing. Like, you do not stop doing this. Like, you do not stop helping until you are told that you don't have to do it. Like, I've been to NXT, and my first thing was, yo, what, what can I do? How can I help? What can I help set up? And I was told, don't worry about it. We got people you don't have to worry about that. I've been to independent shows where I'm walking, and I get people telling me all the time because the way I dress. And Vic, you dress too nice, man. Don't touch nothing. You don't do dirty. And I tell them all the time, look, there's the cleaners, and my washing machine <laughs> works very well. And right, if neither right. one of those can help me with whatever happens to my suit, pay me good enough to where I can go buy another one. Or I also have a job. I'm, I'm, waiting, for my ang- I'm waiting for my angry Obama response. Continue right <laughs> <laughs> so my thing is, you know, you you get out there and help, man. It's nothing wrong with helping, as long as you're being taken advantage of. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't expect me to come. Don't contact me. And say, hey, man, when you, when you didn't show up early enough to come help out, maybe I got something to do. Maybe I. <laughs> um, a lot of promoters need to get into the habit of having people there. For that reason, for that specific, topic. like you need to have ring crew. Everywhere, everywhere has to have a ring crew. So, Dave, you, 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 go ahead and let it out. <laughs> he wallet. He wallet. He put his. He put it on mute. He put his phone on mute. I know he did because because he he going off right now. <laughs> I know he is. Hallelujah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. The floor is yours. Okay. Uh, this is how I feel. Okay. I'm, I'm going to use me as an example. And certain people might not like my example, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> I remember when I first started, I was uh, I t- trained under Jimmy Parker and his father, Les, Les Parker, Ken Spence, and Lumbee Warrior. And they had their own ring. And Les, Ken Spence, and Lumbee Warrior wasn't touching a ring when it's time for a ring wrap. Uh, but Jimmy and Alwyn was. And Alwyn is Dave, you know, me. And there, like, there were times where we had to tote that ring. I remember Josh Gary did a show. And it poured that as soon as we got to the building, the bottom fell out. And the hey. ring is outside, and we're carrying it through the school to get to the gym. Like, it was no gym access. And I, I've done that several times. Like, me and Jimmy could, me and Jimmy Parker could take a ring down in, in 30 seconds. A quick connect ring, 16 by 16, 30 minutes. It was in the trailer, and we were ready to rock. And it's just us two. You know what I mean? I've done it. Uh, I've been wrestling now. I don't like to say years because just because I've been wrestling in the business 10 years, I know I haven't had 10 years worth of matches, but God dang it. I've set up a lot of ranks and when I, and there's certain shows that I go to that uh, I remember Vic did his show. When I first thing I, I asked Vic when I walked up to him when he did his leapfrog for Lupa show is what you need for me. Where, where can I help? Like I know Vic, you know what I mean? And I know the situation. I walked in and I seen his stress level. 
I, I didn't even talk to him. I said it. You know what I mean? People ask me. First thing I said to him is, I'm here. What can I do to help? And those, those are the situations. There's other situations where I'm at wrestling with a purpose. And as I said, I love them. Whatever they need for me, because they were there for me at a time of my need. And I didn't ask for it. So whatever they need for me, they get. And when I go to their shows, what you need? You know what I mean? But there's certain shows where I go to and you, you see the scenario and, and what's going on. And you're just like, nah, nah, not doing it. You know what I mean? I'm not. And not everybody has that say, but I feel like I do. Until someone tells me I don't, to my face, I do. And that, that's just how I feel about that. Um, I, I've, I, I go to some shows. If I feel like setting up the ring, I will. You know, if, if I go to a, a, a show that I haven't been to before and they're putting some money in my pocket, uh, it, it happened in, in, in Georgia. Vic was there, and they they treated us pretty good. You know what I mean? They treated us very well. Very well. And whatever they need, I, I was carrying out poles. I was ropes. What, what you need? You know, you know what I mean? Like the guy who ran the show, I knew him. I wrestled him before. When I got there, what you need? You know what I mean? And he was he paid me very well. You know, like really good. You know what I'm saying? So like there's certain places where it happens. You, I think you just have to use your discretion because certain uh, promoters use their talent. At, I just think it's a bad look in indie wrestling. If you're promoting your talent as stars, right? And we all know they have people who get there before. So you're promoting, say Victor Andrews is the champion of Blase Blase Corporation. He's the champion. He's the face of your corporation. But when the fans get there early, because we always do, I was a fan, I get there early to the shows. He's pulling the ring out the truck. And then 10, 10 seconds later, you see him in a suit. That That, whether you know it or not, that diminishes his perception. You know what I mean? As the champion, he should come in and not have to touch anything because that's the perception he gives out. So if you have the guys on your show that you're trying to build as your stars, you put on your on your on your on your poster, and but they're setting up your shows. That that just doesn't it, it doesn't make sense to me. That's just me, but it, it doesn't. Do it, it really doesn't. Because mm. when I wake up in the morning, and I know I have a show day. I wake up and. I'm I'm all about that. When I put on my clothes, I'm I'm my character before I leave the house. I don't know how y'all do it, but that's who I am. You know, like I'm I'm I am when when I wake up on Saturday or whatever show like I have had shows on Wednesday. When I wake up that day, I'm sweet daddy D. Period, point blank. Talking different, sounding different, walking different. You know what I mean? And when I get to the venue, talking different, sounding different, walking different. I am that person. And Sweet Daddy's not sitting in nobody's ring unless he wants to. And, you know, that's just what it is. I don't, you know, I'm just being honest. That's just what it is. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. So, look, before we get up out of here, guys, uh, I want to ask about what would you like to see change or, or, yeah, what would you like to see change with indie wrestling when we come back? Ooh. Go ahead, Vic, because, you know, I got a lot to say. <laughs> well, well, the main thing I, I don't want to see, I don't <laughs> want to see anything dealing with coronavirus. I, when oh, you talking about gimmicks and stuff like that? Yeah, gimmicks, that's why. Because it's serious. Shows, the name of your show, I mean, I want all of it to just be done. Like, when we're done with this, look look how much it's taken from us. 
Oh, and we're man. gonna and we're gonna give it praise after this is done. That's that's stupid to me. I want this to be done when when it's done. Like don't don't name your show after it. Corona Carnage 2021. Right. Oh my god. Don't do, yeah, don't yeah, let's not it's Corona Mania. Don't do that. Yeah, no. Let's not do that. No. Um, I survived we're the virus. <laughs> Yeah, it's a virus series. Bro, look, I feel like uh, the, the, just because you said that, I feel like a whole bunch of people are going to throw that in their promos well, like in the, next six, the next six months to a year. <laughs> it makes no sense to me because this thing took a lot from us. Look how many of us are sitting at home and not working. Look how many of us has missed out on WrestleMania. Like, WrestleMania... Me? The big is the week for independent wrestling to get out there and you know what I really feel. I didn't mean to cut you off. I didn't mean to cut you off, Vic. But the the people who I really feel bad for, and I only know two of these people, and these are the people who took a chance on their talents, and I respect those mobs because, as as I said, I'm married, I have a wife and a daughter, and I I refuse to do that, but they did. Those are. I know them as gymnasty boys. White Mike, I've known him for years. Timmy Lou, I've known him recently. And these are the guys like that that took a chance on their abilities and support themselves with wrestling. Full time wrestlers. Full time. Mm-hmm. And they're ain't sitting no, at home no, right now. Ain't, they're not weekend warriors like, no, like you no, don't say that that way. No, they, they aren't. That. Like they they, yeah. they they pay their bills this way. And yeah. I for me personally, like I get goosebumps. I can't wait till they get back started again to see these because I anything they post on Facebook, anything on Instagram, like I'm I'm glued to it because I'm a fan. Like I love those guys, and I can't wait till they get they get back and get their comeuppance and, and keep rolling like they they, they were. Because guys like me, I'm cool. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm good. I'm I'm not. I I'm I'm good. But it's guys like that. That, and there's several others. I, I don't mean to skip a few, but those are the guys that I actually know. And those, those are the ones that are suffering the most. Yeah, yes, the guys. Yeah, you know the I mean? guys that like this, like they eat, shit, mm-hmm. sleep, breathe wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's their profession. It's not. Yes. Oh, I do this, and then I no, wrestle on the weekends. They, they no, just wrestle. You know what I mean? I'm like that's a it. Wrestler. Yes. That's yes. what I do. Yes. Yeah. Like, no those contract. Are, right, and no I nothing. Feel, no contract. Look, I, no contract, yo, though. You can put that in facts. there. There's no contract. No contract. No, no look, insurance, a, no nothing. Yeah. I'm a wrestler. Exactly. Look, and my, my, my daytime job, I work at a radio bro. station. In 2020. I'm a DJ. I'm a DJ, bro. Like, if there's a – and, like, I have, I have other jobs, but I have a bunch of friends who all they do is DJ. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's how they, they eat. Yep. And there is no – there is no – Yep. There's no clubs. There's yeah. no no weddings going the barbers, on. There's no same thing. There, barbers, no, bro. Exactly. exactly. We all walk around. Man, there's a lot of people out here struggling right now, man, and it's and it sucks. So yeah, I that's what I I completely agree with you, Vic. I don't want to see like when when we get back to whatever the new normal is. I don't want to hear. I don't want it like it's it's you know, Corona Cody or no. Nah, I don't want to. I don't no no. Don't do that. None of that. I but I like I know you. I know I'm going to hear it in promos. But I don't want to hear shows named after that. Not even promos. Like let, let let's let that all be done. Let's yeah. let it be done. We've lost too much from 
working and, and lives. There's too many lives. Like whether it's, it's real is not real or not. A lot of lives have been lost from all this mess. I knew this yeah. thing was real when I seen them putting bodies in semi truck trailers. Like when I seen that, yeah. I was like, whoa. In New York. Like, yeah, like I was like in in a trailer, bro. Like a, a trailer. Like they they stowing them there, and I was like, yo, this bro. is serious. But Dog. you know, I I just think you know for for wrestling purposes, just move forward. If we could ever get back to normal, I hope it does. I pray it does, because wrestling keeps me sane. Because you know, bro, we we can. But that's the thing, we can get back to normal. It's gotta take everybody to put the effort in. And that's the problem. Effort. Nobody's really doing that. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll leave the pack. You know, my guy. Shout out to guys. Shout out to guys who have tried. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's, I've seen, yeah. I've seen some real ridiculous stuff. Like, like, uh, I can't remember what show it was. It was a social distancing match. It was Joy Janela versus somebody. They stayed six feet from each other the whole time. <laughs> Jim Cornette crapped all over it. But it's like, I, I get it. Like, I understand, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Ace. They had a they had a, sh- a show, uh, Alternative Championship Entertainment. They were supposed to do a show March 14th along with uh, Wrestling With Purpose. But, you know, the, it got canceled because of the venue. Because, you know, this, the stuff was bubbling up. You know, know and they still right had a chance to to Is do it? a quarantine show outside in a backyard. Because, you know, they, they still the, the workers still wanted to work. They still had the money. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you guys want to perform? Hey, cool. So shout out to guys that's done things like that. I I know. Don't for do it a fact, now. Don't do it right now. now there's know. there's a ring where I can go to in a barn in High Point <laughs> and get all the work I want to get in it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I won't. We, you know, we I mean? have an like, undisclosed location look, here uh, in in the general area where we can go. Right, right. I, look, I, just, I heard I barn, and I I, th- I just thought he was talking about uh, <laughs> the fracture yeah. factory. That's oh. what I thought. That's why. That's why I laughed. I was like, he's like, there's a barn. I was like, oh, oh. You know, that's what that's what I thought he was talking about. Yeah, he's there, at high a, point though. Yeah. There's a ring in the barn somewhere. Shout out to my Amish homies. I know some I got an Amish connect. Shout out to my Amish. Ah, I love there's a ring in the barn Amish? somewhere where I know I can get some work in. But <laughs> right, right. because of this outbreak, I refuse to because, you know, I, I like my prettiness. Yeah. And that's just all that is to it. Right. <laughs> you know. Hey man. Well look, guys, I definitely appreciate what well, we appreciate having you guys having you guys on the show, man. Definitely. Chance to chop it up with you, man. You I know appreciate what I'm saying? it. Hey, man, look. We don't know how long this is going on. We'll probably bring you back. <laughs> we might, you I'm know, down. we might like like look. Now, now you see how we did this, right? Yes. Like like shout out to uh, Mr. Magnificent. We made the group. Now, we could probably get like some more guys and and do like a whole like a digital round table. A di- shout like out to Sweet Daddy D, who's the newest member of Smashed Matt Podcast. I'm the newest Charlemagne <laughs> of the God of the modern podcast on, world. Who, I'm going to tell you stuff D. and, and, and say stuff. The, yeah, I don't I'm see on the let me, let me check and the say paperwork. Stuff that nobody else is going to say. The stuff I was saying, Victor's like, man, you ain't never going to get booked again after this virus. Story. <laughs> you know what I mean? but the kicker is, is I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and two weeks from now, we'll be riding down the road. Man, why can't we get no bookers, man? I need to bump. Hey, I'm going I'm, I'm to leave that alone. I'm not going to touch that one. I'm, I'm going to let you live on that one. I'm going to let you live on that one. I, Note to self, yeah. uh, at Sweet Daddy D has never missed a show that's Team Sexy was booked on. Oh! 
I'm sorry. We don't all have jobs that allow us off oh. on the weekend. Bang, bang. Oh, I should have. Oh, I should have had the. Oh, I don't have the gunshot. I thought I had the gunshot. All I got is this. I hope somebody take a picture. I hope somebody take a picture for the meme purposes. I don't have the. I don't have the gunshot. I need it. That's a meme right there. That's, that's next time. Yeah. I don't think you'd roll. Know it. Your mouth. Such it. <laughs> Church. Yo, man, Sweet Daddy D, give them your 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 social media if they can follow you. Vic, do the same. You don't say how we follow me on Dave Saunders Facebook. Facebook, I'm all on Facebook. I'm too old to be on that Instagram and Twitter. I don't have enough money to be on Twitter. I think you got to be over, you know, make over five figures Stop. to be on Twitter. You, you, you don't if, if if you're on the budget <laughs> like I'm on, on, you know, you don't understand Twitter like I understand face. Facebook is for people in my pocket range. You know what I'm saying? I don't <laughs> Twitter. You, you got to be in, you know, and, and Instagram. I don't like a lot of pictures, even though I'm pretty. So I'm not on Instagram like I used to be. You know what I'm saying? But I be on Instagram, but. Sweet Daddy can be found on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> what you what you got, Vic? <laughs> I mean, how how am I supposed to how am I supposed to follow? Up? I know, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, a, I, yeah. I got you. You can find Victor Andrews Dave, everywhere. Dave, Dave, you can Dave, find him everywhere. From now on, from now on, you go last. Like, like you gotta let everybody else talk first. You can, you, you, you can edit last. it. You can edit it. You can edit it. You can put it first and make me last. But I'm gonna tell you, you can find Vic everywhere. You can find him in a barber shop, on a studio floor. You can find him in a wrestling ring, a boxing ring, an MMA cage. You can find him in a Tybo class. You can find him in the rafters, like Sting. He rafters, like. He got an edge jacket. You can find Victor Andrews ever. And superstar Rowan <laughs> is in tow. Sometimes right. Victor is his manager. Not on punishment. And that's crazy. That's right. You know what I mean? Like He's superstar Rowan needs to leave Tupac. the show. You know, you know what I'm saying? Hey, like, hey, 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 the easiest way to get to me is go to my website, www.dvictorandrews.com. Uh, www and you can link to all my social media stuff. As a matter of fact, I think I need to go update it, but just in case you need to update it, you can find me on, on Facebook, Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews. That's my fan page. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Snapchat. It's all I'm, under, I'm underscore Mr. Everything. He uh, on everything. Is, is he I'm is everything. Mr. He's on everything. For VA. I'm, a, I'm a yeah, I just Mr. Everything is everywhere. And so, I, would, I would just so, like to take look, before 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 we before we close out, my man Vic has got content on his social media yeah. page, bro. Like I'm on Instagram a lot, and like every day he's, got, he's doing he's doing he's doing workout videos. He's doing he's doing TikTok videos with his son. That man get like, paid to help people work yo, out man, from home. Dog. Oh yeah, yeah. On, on his on his Facebook page, he's doing he does a Facebook live where he he's working out with you. He's doing the workout right there in front of you, and he, he's counting along and stuff. And I I scroll past it a couple times. Like okay, oh, oh he working working. I tell my <laughs> boss every day when I find <laughs> out how to get legal money from home, I'm gonna do that. And every day I look go on Facebook and Victor is making legal money from the house, and I still <laughs> go to work money. every day. That's what it's about, man. <laughs> Listen, me, me, and a, and a guy from uh, Vegas. He's a he's a Boston coach in Vegas. We can really put together a collective thing, a collaborative thing, to where we're going to put together some workouts. It's going to be my workouts and his workouts that you know we kind of generate 
and uh, we're going to do either. Ho, 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 bruh, bruh. Listen, I'm, I mean, uh, listen, look, hold on, listen. Hold on. James Anthony <laughs> challenged this mug to do a, a bench press into a sitter. Oh, now listen. Oh, listen, okay. Listen. When I see this, it, I see it. I, I see like, it. Yo, I see it. Like, I see it. I can do the bench press part, but the sit up, I was like, huh? So, like, yo, I two, it. a day later, I'm at work, right? And I'm out on my little lunch break, and I'm eating my little bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich, because that's what I do. And I look up to my phone, and Victor is like, Bench press, ah. sit up, and looks at the camera and was like, challenge accepted. I was like, what? Hold up, bro. Like, that just came out yesterday. Like, what are you doing? Like, oh, my Jesus. Man, Yo, hey, man, man. Look, that's legit because, yeah. because, like, okay, like, just like Vic said, I do CrossFit, right? And our gym, even though we can't go to – even though we can't work out, like – my the, the coaches are very active and every day they have a they have a new challenge for us to do they give us a workout like here's your workout but here's a challenge do you know saying do one or other do both or whatever so i just do all that on the days that i have time to because i because my, my my days haven't really changed that much like you know i got two jobs my, my schedule is still busy as crap even with all this going on but when i can work out i'm going to work out but if i can't i do the challenges and every time I tag Vic within two hours. Not only does he do the challenge, but like, oh, what? Which one was? I can't remember which one it was, but like, but he he. What'd you say? Oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. It was a, it was a you're supposed to balance yourself on a leg and pass on one leg, and you're supposed to pass a weight from your left to your right hand and back and forth for one minute. Now I had when I had got to work. I forgot my my dumbbell, so I was like, "Uh, let me throw something in my bag." Now, mind so, you, I, you know, my my bag up. was weighted. Now I'm I'm doing that for a minute, and I like, you know, I'm trying to catch my balance. Here come Vic, Vic on. He's like, you know, what? I see you, G. So he does it one leg with his son. <laughs> he got his son oh. switching his son over from one heart to the next. I'm and, like, bro, like, like, come on, son. He didn't even warm and he up. Did, I know he didn't warm he didn't up. Warm he didn't warm up. He was just like, he why didn't come no, out? Bro, no, first off, he he wakes up warmed up, okay? He wakes up warmed up. It's you know what I'm saying? Right. No, 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 no. He's not the black Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is is the black Victor Andrews. <laughs> 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 no, I'm sorry. He's the white Victor Andrews. That's what it is. Chuck Norris is the white Victor Andrews. That's what it is. I, I understand about working out. I go by the gym every day. Every day. I drive past yeah, it day. and I yeah, wait. Right, right, yeah, right on past, past it. it. Yeah. You, you, you know about Jim because Jim is the guy that delivered the pizza Anybody we just had. Exactly. Anybody that's wanting to get down with some of my workouts, I'm doing a Zoom thing. Uh, I'll post like a day before, let you guys know what time it's going to be. You can join in on my Zoom meeting and, you know, get down and get busy. I'm not trying to kill nobody, not trying to destroy nobody. It ain't going to be no Super Saiyan workout. I'm modifying it for you if you need me to. And you just get up there and just get busy, man. It's, it's the time for all of us to, to get stronger and make our better. Yeah, definitely. Stuff like definitely. That. So, definitely got to stay, active, stay active a little bit. Stay active a little bit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And look, and, and, and you know what? Let me let me just, like, this is a podcast. I don't know how many people's going to listen because we get some listeners. Let me just say this. A lot of people are saying, and this is something I should say on my Facebook page, but, like, a lot of people are like, oh, 
you know, you got all this time to do this and do that and do that and do this. Well, look, everybody's situation isn't the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, like a lot of people are struggling and they ain't really worried about trying to stay in shape. You know what I'm saying? If you can, hey, I'm in do perfect it. shape. Round. You know what I'm saying? And like, like I, I try to stay in shape as much as I can. I, I went two days. Like my birthday is tomorrow. I, I took two days off. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna relax and chill to myself. You know, I get back to it in a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? I, I do want. I, I tell people on my radio show all the time. Hey, get active because you don't want to. You don't want to uh, catch that quarantine 15. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to gain that quarantine 15. <laughs> but at the same time, you know. I don't want people to stress over. Oh man, I gotta, I gotta build strength. I gotta do that because it's gonna be hard for a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to work out from home. Vic will tell you. Like, will we do it? Yeah, but like the motivation, whoo, it's something. Let's see for me. I, I, for me, when I wake up in the morning, I have to do something. Like I can't sit still. It's very hard. For I dig me. it. Yeah. So as soon as I get up in the morning, I'm doing something. Either it's, I'm picking up the couch. Hey, doing squats with it, or I'm picking up a chair and sitting my arms out and holding it, or I'm doing headstand push-up. Like I got, I got to do something. Okay, I do I was something when I wake up every morning But yeah, you roll cigarettes. I already know. I got you know this great workout I do to to work out the the flabbiness in your arms. Oh my god! You, you take two eggs and you crack them in a bowl in the morning, <laughs> and you just you start the scramble in motion. You know. Yeah, I remember one time I, had, I, I, I like what Vic said because you don't have to have. Like dumbbells and all that stuff at the house. If you do, that's great. But you can work out with like the stuff in your house. You know, he works out with his kid. You know what I'm saying? He curls his kid. You know what I'm saying? Some of you guys have dogs. You know, whatever it takes, man. Just, just you know, stay active. Try not to go stir crazy because a lot of people are literally in that, like this guy. You see him with these filters? I'm curling my fingers. <laughs> I'm curling like, my fingers. You know, we're, we're not going to go stir crazy, man. We want you to listen to shows like this. Follow Victor Andrews on social media. Follow follow Sweet Daddy D, Dave Saunders yeah, on Facebook. Here. You know what I'm saying? Follow the Smash the Mat podcast. Smash the Mat podcast yes. Look, is the best podcast. Second to none, period, point blank. I follow it. I love it. I'm a subscriber. That's what I do. Also, shout out to Firestar Pro Wrestling, LeBron Cozone. I love what you're doing out there in Greens. That's Cranes. the homie. I That's the homie, him. too. I mess with him He's out a great there. Guy. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Victor Andrews. I mess with him. I've been met rocking with him for a long time. Shout out to Mark Magnificent. Been going way back since the way back in the way back. You know what I mean? Way, 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 way back. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shout out to him. Shout out to Wrestling with a Purpose. I love those guys. I love everything yeah. about Wrestling with a Purpose. Shout out to UPWA. Yeah. Vic, you got some shout-outs, man, before we get up out of here? Man, shout-out to everybody that's ever helped me, you know, move along in this business, um, help me better and get to all these opportunities that I'm doing, man. Shout-out to my mom, to my family. Shout-out to Superstar Rome. I the players back home so he can hear his name on the radio. <laughs> you probably going to be like, why you ain't call me, Daddy? Why you ain't put me on? I'm like, yo, you was at home speak. Sorry, kid. You know, maybe next time. Um, right. We, we may have to just do a segment just for him, so he can come up here and say what he want to say. Um, got no problem with that. I need a I need an autographed Superstar Rome trading card too, sir. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, you know, shout out to all the fans who who help us, you know, motivate us to continue doing this thing. And when it's all said and done, when all this stuff is done, when we come back for y'all, we're gonna make make sure you guys can forget about coronavirus, and we're gonna make things better. 
that's that's the goal. Know, Make everything better. I know that's right. Man. I know that's right. Let's do, it. Let's do it for real. Let's do it right. Let's do it for a long time. Legit, legit, man. Look, make sure you follow the Smash the Map podcast on social media. On Instagram, we're at Smash the Map Podcast. On Twitter, Smash the Map Pod. Facebook, Smash the Map. We got the YouTube page, Smash the Map Podcast. We've got the email, Smash the Map at gmail.com. Smash the Map Podcast at gmail.com. We are available everywhere from Apple Podcasts to Spotify to Pandora to FarmersOnly.com to 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 astronautsonly.com you know what I'm saying we're at spectrum we're on back page we everywhere baby tvh1 <laughs> that's right we do all of that man and look hey if you heard this if you heard this episode and you didn't listen to the last one check out our interest theme tournament episodes they're pretty dope you know do you agree do you disagree all that good stuff man you know we just out here trying to make a way man so i would just like to say thank you victor andrews thank you Sweet Daddy D for being on the show. Thank you, Mr. Magnificent, for getting everybody together. You know what I'm saying? It was it was my pleasure. My That's pleasure. right, man. And look, the pleasure was here, all man. mine. Yes, sir. It's we the out. Smash the Mad Podcast. Choo. Hey guys, this is Selena De La Renta, and you're listening to Smash the Mat Podcast. Hey everybody, this is The Obsession, Caleb Conley, and you're listening to Smash the Mat. Hey everybody, this is the Caribbean Tiger, the man you love to hate. So please follow Smash the Mat Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Take care.